Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What is going on? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamar's going to read over some new patrons. Glory to the Patreons. Hello, new listeners, old listeners, like, welcome back to the show. Are you going to try uh, an English accent again? I will. I don't have words to describe the love I have for the Patreons, but uh, I, the, what I can do is read off uh, the new ones and thank the old ones. Uh, this week, we get a big shout out to Mark Dixon. I mean, it was so much better than the first time. <laughs> Did I have time to work on it? It's pretty, it, it's getting there. From across the pond. That sounded Australian. It was a little, a slightly, you're like in between Australian and British there, but I, I'm with you, Kamar, you're, you're getting there. Regardless, Mark Dixon's a good chap. That was uh, fully That Australian. was all Aussie, yeah. but then the chap made it British. <laughs> Easy Mel Gibson. Chippity chappity, uh, and a big shout to Carla, I think that's returning. Unless it's a new Carla. What I think, up, Carla? I think it's a new one. To be and honest. what up? Who is the first person? I'm sorry, Mark? Mark, Mark Dixon. Dixon. Yeah, Mark Dixon. Thank you, Mark. Thank you to all the Patreons. You guys rock. Mark fucking Dixon. Kamar, how's your week? Uh, we had a pretty boring week. You know, we watched the Oscars and fell asleep, so I didn't see the fireworks. Didn't find out the next day. But I watched two horrible movies. Uh, the one with uh, Jason Seagal. Seagal. I'm gonna try to make him like Steven Seagal. Uh, where he breaks in the house is just an awful slow piece of shit movie. Where you think something's gonna happen and nothing ever happens. And then I watched another movie called The Bubble about a film crew shooting a shitty movie during COVID. So it's got all the. Oh and you can't tell if they're making fun well, of COVID. Well, why were you watching that? Because uh, I was hoping. There's there's one there's one there's some funny parts. It's Judd Apatow, but it's a fucking big oh, it's Judd Apatow, okay. pile of shit. It goes sounds, on too long. It and, sounds um, terrible. It's got some good actors in it though, and uh, had had a potential, but yeah, it's a, it was a complete garbage fire. And uh, yeah, that my week was very you know we just have the transition from uh, male spring, to female, transition from from male to female. Uh, Winter to Kamar's going to become a swimmer. <laughs> this is a very difficult time for the weather. I keep trying to go in a t-shirt, but we're not there yet. No, we're not there yet. And the sixth or seventh wave is happening. You know, it's there's a lot going on right now. A lot of moving parts. Slow week. But I do have some shows uh, this week. Uh, if you're listening to this. Are they on Tuesday and Wednesday? Thank you, Matt. They are on Tuesday and Wednesday. Are they at Absolute Comedy on Preston? They're on Absolute Comedy at 414 Preston Street. Uh, in Ottawa. 613-233-8000 for reservations. <laughs> Say what up if you're there. I might be there on Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, you should come out, man. <laughs> Again, he still can't even feign wanting me there. <laughs> We're going to be working out some new stuff, you know, and uh, working out some oldies, and it uh, should be a good time. Everyone come on out. That's my week and week to be. Simon, what did you watch this week? 
Um, what did I watch? Oh, I want to get two things out of the way. One, I I saw a clip of us on YouTube, and I, I am holding my joints really funny. Have you guys so, no, have you guys noticed that? Like this, Simon. It's so weird you say that because the other day I was watching some because um, I'm I was trying to compare videos and make them look the same. And I too was like, why? Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Cause I've done some soul searching. Okay. I'm trying to be nice and hold my joint over here so that it doesn't blow into your face. So I'm holding my joint with my left hand. I don't hold my joints with my left hand. I hold my joints with my right hand. If you, if I was holding with my right, you'd be watching a whole fucking show of twisting and turning like a drummer. You know what I'm saying? Like a, uh, a cheerleader. Yeah. So song. Matt, it, I'm going to have to start holding it in my right hand. That's fine. What's all my there is to it. What was your excuse? Oh, you hold your joint funny. I said that, yeah. I thought you said I was holding my joint funny. Is it possible no, you I don't always hold you your joint funny? It's yeah, just on camera? Yeah. Sorry? It's just on camera? Or do you think maybe, oh my God, I've been smoking. No, like I don't, because I don't hold time. my joints like that. Mm -hmm. I don't hold anything like that. I'm telling you, it's a left-handed thing. I'm not a lefty, and uh, okay. it's just all there is to it. So anyways, that got that out of the way. And look, I don't give a fuck about like what I wear or anything like that, but I'm just going to point out white socks, but they're obey. Okay. They're not just some fucking yeah, so the dirt on the clean, bottom. Not care about. Yeah. They look no clean. man that, you know what? Anyways, either way, just go fuck yourself. <laughs> and and thank you, Matt. We just made them. No I, way. I want, I want yeah, one. Yeah. Everyone wants yeah. one of those. Yeah, those are badass. Pretty badass. Unfortunately, I want mine for free. That's oh, a real that's so a, do I. That's <laughs> a huge <laughs> problem. But it's like a sponsorship a deal, right? <laughs> Where'd you get the sweater? Oh, just down there on the street. Yeah, I mean, cool. I don't want you as a sponsor. Fair enough. So. Or a sponsor. Either of us. No, I, we can talk about him. He's out. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> I don't need it showing he's up on on camera <laughs> on camera as he's fucking like he's at a flatter seminar. It's a freedom sweater with a bunch of fucking merch. It's a freedom sweater. Yeah, you're not getting the freedom sweater, buddy. Such is life. <laughs> Simon, what'd you watch this week? Oh yeah, right. And then now we'll get, get to that. that. So I told you know I mean it just feels weird, right? I <laughs> cheapened. So the second time we had to do this, just to get it out there. Oh, for the listeners, I forgot to press the old record button. Constant so we did this intro one time so already. It was gold the first time. I'm sure it will be silver the second time. But anyways, um, I was telling you guys that the thumbnails are very misleading on the YouTube videos. Clickbaity. Clickbaity. Thank you. I watched one last week. I think I told you about a guy fishing with a stake oh, on his no hook. No, there was no steak, Kamara. It was but all they fucking. Presented. It was all fucking. Smoke and mirrors. Dude, we what's should... the word, man? Um, no, 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 oh, no. The Italian word when it's fake. Fugazi. Uh, it's all fugazi. Thank you. <coughs> I kept thinking fungul, but that's fuck. I think that applies as well. Um, anyway, so I saw one that was a pile of 200 dead rats oh, and no it way. said rat mageddon <laughs> fuck off it said rat mageddon and something about a mink piqued my interest there's no way there's going to be all those rats no i was going in expecting that there would be no dead rats um anyways the whole thing was apparently mink <laughs> was this uh in england no don't do that don't do that. Um, no, it was somewhere in the States. Probably oh, no Texas if I had to, or Arkansas or somewhere like that. 
You reckon you're assuming they have the biggest rat problem? No, it just they seem like good old boys. So I, 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 don't know. I understand now. They were picking rats up with their hands. It, anyway, listen, it's a, it's people who have pet minks that do rat killing and all sorts of other killing, by the way, because there are other videos like mink against. Um, what are those rats that live in the water? Muskrat family. You know what I mean? Versus? So he, he uses the mink to take care of all sorts of pest control problems. It's always animal on animal violence. Yeah, they, they built a little ring and they bring the family <laughs> in. Anyways, so the whole deal with the mink and the rats, they have dogs on the outside that are catching any rats that escape. The rats are so scared of the dogs that they will let the mink be in there without running away. So the mink just goes on like a literal fucking killing bender spring. of killing rats. So under the board where the mink was, there were 20 dead rats. But the ones that were smart enough to leave just get picked off by the dogs. Long story short, there were 200 dead rats the, in a the pile. thumbnail did not lie. It did not lie. Wow, I was hey. so impressed. Yeah. And this guy, Randy the Mink Killer, or whatever his name is, is my new favorite dude. Because I appreciate not being lied to. Like, I'm just so sick of being lied to. Which brings me to my next point. And I'm sure this is going to be um, not a take that people like. But there's something totally phony about Russell Brand. Oh. I, I appreciate what he's doing. Okay, like I, I totally do. Get the word out there, conspiracies, do it. To me, he just, have you ever watched his thing? Often. Just how he even starts it. Um, Hello, beautiful people. My what five million awakening wonder. It's so corny. It's so corny. And sometimes he'll be like uh, talking about one of his shows where he's incorporating like yoga and meditation and all this shit into a comedy. What? I I think there's a he's on. This the, is a um, post Joe. This is not how was your week. Yeah, we've done this. Yeah, many he's times. on the precipice of getting taken down. I think. From Again, what, I respect I so. what he's doing if it's for real, but to me, it just comes off as. Uh, uh, Destiny Simon got banned from Twitch this week. Oh yeah, what is Twitch, Matt? Twitch is a video game streaming platform. Oh, that's where he that's became where he, famous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, another yeah. platform. So he was permanently banned from okay. Twitch for saying and why. That for saying that men shouldn't compete with women in sports. That's what well, he believes. We're, we're going to get to that. That's, okay, yeah, that's sure. in this I've been week. watching actually a lot of powerful guns shoot into armor. Ooh, interesting. We saw somebody get shot with a cannonball last night. There's a good subway for you. Um, and T.I. Because we watched Jackass. Oh, yeah. How was uh, that? Matt and I. Like real friends. Would you, how do you guys rate it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I give it a four. Um but T-I-L, or Y-I-L, because yesterday I learned, um, you can make your dick flat. You can just flatten that shit out like a pancake. And how'd you learn that? I hate this. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the video, fucking Pontius puts his dick into these two pieces of plastic and makes it like a paddle ball. Yeah. A paddle. And then paddle balls with his... Sort of like a uh, beaver's uh, tail. But I had no idea that was possible. And there was no discomfort to... Uh, I mean, he didn't look like he was in discomfort. And he tried it after? Yeah, twice. Mm -hmm. It worked. I put it in a book. Just slammed it. <laughs> so it was worth the hype this Jackass for? I mean, listen, if you were a fan, if you grew up watching Jackass and enjoyed them, you will enjoy this movie. If you hate Jackass, 
I can't imagine that you'll go into this. Was Steve-O in it? Steve-O's in a ton of them, yeah. And he, does he look like he's still having fun, or is he just going through the motions? Dude, one of the funniest parts is Steve-O saying, Zach's going to pass out. I don't know why, but that made me laugh harder than anything. He's he's in a ton of it. You guys paid for it? The best guy in it is, um, absolutely. The best guy in it is Aaron Danger McEachern. Is that his name? Danger Aaron McEachern. He's the new breed? No, he's an old guy. But obviously in this one, it was like he was being paid a certain amount of money, and he had to get a certain amount of shit in because... They made him do the worst Get some stuff, bonuses. Man. Dude, they did this jock strap. You know, in the first couple, they do the jock strap test where he gets kicked in the nuts oh, and yes, then okay. the thing gets dropped from up top. So in this one, first he gets punched in the nuts by Naganu. Oh, no Nganu. way. He's in a what did I say? Naganu. Nganu. Nganu, yeah. Whatever. Um and I said to Matt, as he punched, it looked like one of those, you know, PSI machines where they, yeah. it's like a robot that fight. Uh-huh. Dude, crazy. And then the second one was, what was the second one, Matt? <clears throat> uh, the softball. Oh, the uh, softball pitcher right in the nuts. Crazy. Underarm yeah. Underarm slow pitch. Yeah. Not a slow pitch. No, but it's Kamara. the underarm whip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The third one, the third one was a slap shot from PK Subin. Ooh, no so way. he's out there in the equipment <laughs> with just pants? his jock Dude, strap they showing. Cut out, they no, cut out. no PK didn't. No, but he uh, another thing, another real. So you guys had like guttural laugh reactions to it. I'm telling you, I've never, I haven't seen Simon laugh as hard as he did last night in years. And you seeing someone else laugh makes you laugh. And yeah, so and I enjoyed it too. But I laughed harder afterwards because we were watching the. Uh, Best of clips of family feud. That you found that funnier. So more cerebral. I don't know. Maybe that it's just like everybody finds it funny, but I find it especially funny. Steve Harvey's holding back. Especially funny. Naked grandma. Um, (laughs) So that was your week, Simon? Yeah, sure. That can be my week. Okay. How's your week, Matt? It was uneventful, as most are. It's coming. It's coming. Summer would be nice. The events are coming. Summer summer would be great. Summer would be appreciated for sure, for sure. Uh, do you want to go over the guest list for us, Kamar? I'd love mind? to, Brother Matt. A lot of ads this week. I don't know if you guys noticed. Um, I got zero ads, Kamar. Zero. What do you know? It's different for everyone. 1797 you know? uh, kicked off the week with a longtime, many-time guest, Josh <laughs> Barnett, followed by Gubernol, Guberner. Gubernatorial. 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 Candidate. Gubernatorial. 1798, Michael Schellenberger. Followed by Funny Greek Man, 1799, Giannis Papas. Ending with the Forrest Gump of Personal Security Advisors, 1800, Gavin (laughs) DeBecker. That was good, Kamar. That was probably one of the low-key funniest things you've ever said. I thought about it for a long time, long and hard. Long and hard. Uh, and you want to rate the week? That's something we do here, right? Like I said, you guys didn't have any ads this week? Uh, I think I only had one per episode. I had like a three in one time. I mean, it's, we're adults here. There's going to be ads. But it was one of the things Joe said he would hate to happen in the middle of a conversation. At least ours is in a, a broken up, not in the mid-sentence like his are. Anyways. I got none. Just... I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you. And the most frustrating part when you do get an ad is when it's an ad for something of Rogan's. I'm like, what are you doing, man? You're all, you're you're triple dipping now. I mean, 
I remember at the beginning we said we would never have mid roll ads. Um, and you here, grow up. Yeah, we you said a up. lot of things, man. You grow up. You grow no, up. I'm just saying though, like you know, most advertisers want them in the middle. I, I agree with Kamar. Ours are at least broken up by a natural break in the conversation, so it's a little more. Um, I don't know, dude. Like I said, just listen to um, <laughs> Tinfoil Hat. <laughs> First of all, his ad reads are hilarious. Like I can't believe that that shit flies, but. They literally are just go right in the middle of a conversation. There is no pot. It might in, be in the middle of a word, Matt. It's the same with Joe, though. It's often it's often done that way. I give it. I give it actually a three point eight. I thought it was a good week. Oh, Kamar went with the off number. Okay. Um, I don't know. I can't go higher than two five. I'm going two five. Stingy. I'll give it a three. It was right in the middle, right, right in the middle, the middle of six. Well, the middle of five, but I mean, 2.5 seems like you're doing a disservice. You know, Does it? it was a little better than hmm. okay. mediocre. The high score of the week. But, oh, I want to say this though, before we move on, um, you guys are on Instagram. I have an account. I mean, you follow Joe on Instagram. He always posts his like shows coming up. Mm-hmm. Have you always noticed that they're always, always alien or Bigfoot mm-hmm. or some like cryptid? He never talks about any of that shit. Start posting things that make sense to your brand because that isn't your brand anymore, obviously. He just hasn't had those guests on in a while. I think it's, well, Bigfoot is debatable, but he's still busy. Anyways, 1797, Josh Barnett. Should have been an MMA. Should have been an MMA. Uh, depressing fact, he's 44 years old. That always kicks me right in the uh, jockstrap when you hear that. Like, this guy's a fucking man. He's got his shit together, right? Yeah. 44. So, really got <laughs> got, got life by the balls. He got, got, got after it. Uh, selling whiskey. I don't understand what you mean. Whenever, like, I look up to Josh Barnett. Well, He was like a hero of yours? No, I just respect the man, like... And then he finds out that he's two he's years younger, younger than, than me. Like, oh, I see. Okay, it's just, it's gotcha. just a weird thing. Like, gotcha. I don't know how to explain it. I got, I got you. In the same amount of time, he's done a hell of a lot more and is in a way better place in every facet of life. Um, yeah, right off the beginning, Joe said he was going to stop drinking, and then had to try his whiskey, which I think might have been. He said because of last weekend, which so, makes me think that this must have been no, because they talked about Will Smith, right? Yeah, yeah. This is pretty um, time relative to like I think it happened on the Monday when it was released, or the yeah, it was released on Tuesday. Yeah. So maybe he was talking about a different weekend because that was a couple of weekends ago, like a month ago almost. I gotta say this: I'm sitting here editing, and Simon texts the group. Saying, holy shit, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of Chris Rock at the Oscars. And he sent, well, was nice enough to send a video link of it unedited. A good one, a Japanese yeah, great one. one, yeah. So I watch it, I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking bananas. But again, I'm here editing, I'm not going to turn it on. I've already missed the best part, clearly. So I send that video to Mary, or the link that you sent me. And I was like, the Oscars are lit this year. And a couple hours later, she texts me back. And she says, holy shit, Will Smith slapped the shit out of Kevin Hart. 
And I'm sitting here and I'm like, mother, what? I'm like, motherfucker, Will Smith has lost his goddamn <laughs> mind. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. I'm like, just, this guy's just backhanding black comedians left, right, and center. Like, what's happening? So then I text her back. And anyway, we got to the bottom of it that she was just sat. I was like, it's that's Chris Rock. She was like, oh, oh, my bad, my bad. But I thought it was hilarious that I, I had assumed that Will Smith was going around the Oscars. Just I thought someone had done a deep fake and she and or you no, sent her no. a picture. No, I understood right away when you said it. Mary just got the information yeah. wrong. And yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so wait, now that we're talking about Will Smith. Sure. Um, what is wrong with you? No, it's fine. We'll get into it. Go ahead. Now that Go we're ahead, talking Simon. about Will Smith. Um, Matrix moment. Well, yeah, Matrix moment. How long have I been talking to you guys about slap fighting for? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. A while. A minute. Uh, a minute. I feel like I'm in a uniquely competent position to be an authority on Slapgate. I think so. I okay. think I think you could tell. Wouldn't you think? I, think I mean, you I would tell a legitimate slap. I, I think I I watch enough slapping that. Okay. I, okay. I'm an expert. I respect that. So just I'm just throwing that out there. If you guys you guys can have your well, opinions, but you, remember, I'm the expert. You've stayed you as an expert. <laughs> What's your expert opinion? So I mean, the whole thing the was crazy. I I it was crazy. But I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about this, mm -hmm. like just from a billion different people. Uh-huh. How they make it about race. <laughs> like when somebody says you can't comment on it, but I just got that out of the way. I'm the expert on it, so we can talk yeah. about it. And okay. you're part of the tribe. And I'm part of the tribe. My favorite was like uh, Jews? Yeah. Well, how does that help me? Well, cuz you can talk about it because if like white Oh, it happened at the Oscars. Oh, is that What does that mean? Well, cuz Jews own Hollywood. Is that what you're getting at? I don't understand no. what you're saying. Cuz you're You're talking I'm about a race. minority. Well, blacks are in the tribe. Some, yeah. Okay. The lost tribe of Zion. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I don't think it's like, the best I think I it's heard more like Rastafari. This is the first people. time the media has been, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that stuff. The first time the media covered a black on black crime. Um, but, but what I mean, do you think of this, the, the slap as an, as an expert? Well, I mean, it looks like some slap. The, this is the way I see it, okay? I imagine that um, Chris Rock sees him coming. And must think it's some sort of gag because he's sitting, standing there smiling. Like that's the, the most suspicious part about it. If for all the fakes out there, people who are claiming it's not real, mm -hmm. those are the moments they're looking at. Right. He has this like weird smile on his face and even after the slap, but like, I just think that's the last thing he ever thinks is going to happen. You know, well, I also thought about it. It's he, he had probably seen Will Smith laugh two seconds before yeah because he's looking right at them as yeah. he tells the joke right so he sees will smith laugh then he gets up but that's what i mean he, yeah, so he probably thinks it's a some and, sort of and from will smith's like so unacceptable but he has so much time to think about what he's doing as he's walking up there it's not like uh you're in a bar somebody says something bad about your wife and you have moments to decide whether you're going to you know stand up for her or not this was he could have walked halfway and then just turned around and walked back, you know, like it would have been weird, but it wouldn't have ruined his career, which I think is going to happen. Could have just done nothing. He's all right. Oh, absolutely. Matt, there are so many things he could have done. Sorry. I've just talked about this so much. I feel like I've already said all this stuff, but yeah, of course he, 
look, if he really wanted to be an asshole and disrupt the, the Oscars, he could have just yelled from his seat. That would have accomplished what he was looking for. More than that, he could have just waited to win his Oscar and go up there and say whatever the fuck he wanted. Chris, my wife has alopecia. Mm -hmm. You're punching down, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it was so ludicrous. It was so crazy. And I think the best, uh, the best response I saw to it was Jim Carrey. I don't know if you had a chance to watch that clip. But he like sums it all up perfectly. He's talking to um, shit. I don't know who she is. She's some like black daytime host, a lady. Um, anyways, he comes out. He's just pretty much says, you know, we're it's so obvious we're not the cool group anymore, you know. And then she kind of like is like, yeah, but it escalated to that point. She's like, no. It did not escalate to anything. Will Smith has like demons inside him, and it was good. It was Jim a, Carrey was trying to compare himself to somebody. No, the, what? we're not in the cool group anymore. He said like it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood cool is obviously anymore. not the cool group. When something like this He's happens, <clears throat> sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> He's an anti-Trumper. Is that why you don't like him? Oh, People just, can have he's, opinions. He's gotten and, weird. He's retiring actually after uh, the last Sonic movie he's doing. I like sure. how he's throwing shade on Jim Carrey. Like, I've been throwing shade on him for years now. I know, good old Canadian boy, and this guy's hating. I think the whole thing's phony. You think the Chris Rock, Will Smith at slap is phony? I think it's like the um, Super Bowl titty. I think it, it, they were like, we'll do this. It got out of hand, and now no. they're so crazy, they're like riding it out. Hold on a second. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. If he went up and slapped him... The yelling from the seat. Yeah. You could see. From the guy who just won Best Actor. <laughs> no, he hadn't won Best Actor yet. He was going, he's the Best Actor of the Year. He The grin he had as he walked away, and the, the, the that he's not that guy to talk like that. I think That he, was total ad lib. He just said, this will really add to it. That's what I think. Okay, I mean, look, maybe you're right, Kamar. I doubt it. I also doubt it. Um what I do find interesting is that, so he was big into Scientology for a second. Mm -hmm. um, they say he left in 2016. Mm -hmm. I have my doubts on that. Um, I think he um, took a step aside when they started getting like a lot of bad publicity and stuff. But apparently in Scientology, slapping is like a, the the higher <laughs> levels will often slap the lower levels and there's even like a what course a cool fucking religion there's even like a course on like asserting that kind of i don't know all the ins and outs here but asserting that kind of control and when i heard that i was like okay maybe but then i started thinking back like miscavige the president he's been accused of slapping multiple people <laughs> like it's obviously and couldn't you just see tom cruise doing that like jumping up to slap someone in the face. I could see Tom Cruise doing exactly what Will Smith did. Like that, I could interchange them. I would love if Tom position. Cruise slid onto the stage and like put put Will down, but gently and had the makeup. Came no. down from the I ceiling, the like bullshit. in Mission Impossible. <laughs> I think the whole thing's fucking bullshit and just disgusting. Well, I think you're crazy that you think that, but it doesn't surprise me that no. you think that. I, it, the slap reminded me of uh, a certain uh, Robert De Niro's kick, and. Uh, 
in uh, you think you in the Irishman slap look like the Irishman your your life has to be in such a fucked up place it is snap like that dude he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars like his wife just admitted to cheating with him on with one of his son's friends he has to come out months ago oh so you think you just get over that like the joke is really bad I don't think it was bad at all what was it about G.I. Jane? Have you guys seen the movie? Okay, what is he doing? I here? thought there'd be nothing more apropos. It's the J.I.E. movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rags, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year, and the Patreons are the real winners here at the J.I.E. It's the movie game! We're Matt Simon. Go head to head to see what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made of the box office. This week we're doing G.I. Jane. It was in everyone's mouth, and um, we'll get to the bottom of this. How did was you it not, worth What a way to derail a fucking there. conversation. Unbelievable. Oh, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Unbelievable. But G.I. Jane is at the center of this controversy. That's right. Demi Moore is at the center of this country. What have you said, I like, want to slap Kamala right your, now. Your bitch looks like she's got cancer. Is everything all right over there? <laughs> is that too much? Anyways. Uh, I think the whole thing's contrived. G.I. Jane didn't have cancer. This week we're doing G.I. Jane starring Did she? Demi Moore. No. no. She, was in she the shaved Navy her head Seals. to go into the fucking military. Yeah. Directed story, yeah. by Ridley Scott. Starring Demi Moore, Viggo Mortensen, and Anne Bancroft. Okay, G.I. fucking Jane came out in what fucking year? Anybody have an extra pen? Fictional story of a first woman to undergo Simon, see right there. Undergo special operations training. No, no, don't put the dead one the US in there. Navy Come on. Seals. What do they call your eyes at me? And then don't make that face. Because it's all about love here at the movie game. <laughs> dickhead. Don't do it. He's just such an asshole. So yeah, Chris said, uh, Jada can't wait to see in G.I. Jane 2. If she comes out in G.I. Jane 2, then you know this was all a disgusting prank gone wrong. Hmm? Correct. <laughs> Is that fair? That's fair to say? Sure. Yeah. All right. Jade is on the fucking clock. Oh my god. Um... Distributed by Buena Vista Pictures. I don't think they're in any uh, business anymore. Possibly a uh, Weinstein production? No, that's not true. I have a year. You said this was a Ridley Scott film? Ridley Scott directed. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm ready. I have a year. I have 98. I have 94. (sighs) 1997. It was a hot August 22nd. It was a Monday, I believe. All right. Would have come out on a Friday. I was gonna say, what? Who drops a movie on a Monday? Worst worst box office ever. (laughs) Okay, a Ridley Scott movie with Demi Moore. But uh, I mean, Samuel Jackson won a Oscar. Who else is in this? Can you read down the list for me again? Uh, Vigo. Vigo was in it. Vigo Mortensen and Anne Bancroft. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm not quite ready yet, but I'm getting there. I'm real close. Demi Moore, crush on her when you were young? 
Oh, she was so hot. She was so hot. She God, was she what was hot. the stripper one she did? Showgirls? No. Striptease. Striptease. Showgirls was uh, the chick yeah, from, from Saved, Saved by, by the Bell. Bell. Oh, they're not. It wasn't the. I, I thought those were the same music movies. No. Same music for sure. Same music. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost, I can almost guarantee yeah. that. She was a, She was the first like fucking crazy MILF. Uh, side note, uh, Bruce uh, Willis has some sort of disease. Crazy disease. Yeah. Oh, really? Again. That's too bad. Love the Willis. I heard he was a real prick on set, though. So yeah, I would be too. Uh, I have twenty-eight point four million to make, and I have two hundred and sixty-four million at the box office. I have twenty-six million to make and one sixty-seven at the box office. You guys are both way off. This was a trick question. Budget fifty million dollars to make five zero five zero. Wow. With a total box office of forty-eight point two million. What a flop. Are you fucking? Yeah, but you know it's going to become a cult classic now on uh, DVD. Mixed reviewers, Moore's performance, receiving criticism when he heard the Razzie Award for Worst Actress. Oh, if I had known that. I mean, you could have read that first and we might have. Well, that would have been a bit of a tip. That would have been a bit of a tip. And uh, wow, there's no one other than Jada who could breathe new life into that role. Make it astounding comeback. That's the movie game. Yeah. But the thing is, so many people are taking it as serious. It really happened. What are the repercussions to Will or whatnot? But I just think your your life is in such a spiral. Like that's such Hold on a second, though. Cry for help. You think that this is all, this is like the moon landing. They're just going along with this. Because uh, I, they can't back out now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's, exact, that's exactly what I think, yeah. Dude, <laughs> it's so... It's There's so many people involved. Like, Are there? Yeah. It's there Will are. and Rick and Chris. No, and the Oscar committee and this and that. It's like, it's not just a, it's not just a tiny little thing. It's, it could be a tiny little thing. Oh, by the way, China took back Taiwan, eh? Not yet. No, they did. Well, this was all going on. It was a three-day uh, cover story. For Are you serious? No, I'm not oh fucking serious. But it could have happened. All we've been talking about is Will and Jada. It's like it's true. Maybe it was Putin's fault. Anyways, that was a, a bad joke. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, Kamar, I, I just, but I can't. It's it's too big for that. It's too big for that. Mm. Are you saying we're on the clock? Oh, I thought you were tapping. I thought you were saying someone was on the clock. I no, was no, like, no, no, no. I just, I, I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think that's. It's I think crazy. Will Smith is a really entitled guy and he's broken, obviously. And he did something that is fucking crazy. And I don't know, man. That, like, I don't know what more to say. It really breathed life into the Oscars. I don't know. I mean, yes, but like. I've, I, you know what it is? It's more talking to other people who sold me that they don't believe it, especially uh, females. Who? Who did? Uh, Doesn't matter. Know, I don't who, need to know. More who. than one girl said, no, I don't think it's real. And w- furthermore, would say, if my partner, whoever did that, I'd be mortified. I wouldn't be like, oh, you stood up for my honor. Of course. But Jada is obviously not normal, dude. Like yeah. you're talking, yeah. you're talking about rational people acting in a rational way. Mm-hmm. I agree. We're talking about famous celebrity a fucking Scientology, like they're not. And I wouldn't put it past them to do this elaborate ruse. Uh, again, I don't think they could convince the Academy 
Like this is it, this makes them look horrible. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a, it was a horrible. They misjudged. They misjudged. They missed the mark. Look at his face. Simon's face. No, no, no. L listen, I just I I don't mind at all you having a difference of opinion, but like come at me with some sort of scenario that makes sense here. I'm He's just not that guy. That's Will not, that, Smith hold on, hold on, is hold on, hold on, not that guy. He's that doesn't make not sense. That guy. So, come on. Anyone who's not that guy can have a moment, especially if alcohol's involved. No, it's more than keep on. my wife's name out of your mouth. Like that is just like. How do you know he wasn't drinking? He was having a. He, it's dude. such a hood line, and he's been famous since he was seventeen. He hasn't had the time to develop that sort of. He's got a young. He's got two young kids who are both like transgender. Like, yeah, but who still he's, talk? He's woke as woke. His son still talks like he's from the fucking hood. I, I, all a, the more reason a term I would use, but I won't use it. All the more reason why he would never involve himself in this lowbrow so like display. Yeah, that's all. I, I can't give you a definitive it, proof. It's just so gut feeling. Okay. All right. I mean, sure. Sure. But all of your gut feelings go against. It's like a. It's just against the norm always. all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever, it, whatever the narrative is, even if the narrative is pretty straightforward. And I'm a, look again, Mocha, like I'm the first oh, guy to jump on board, but like I need at least there to be a. Like, we got to have some bread trail to follow. The you know? only thing that made me skeptical is I saw a clip with Theo Vaughn, who said he was with David Spade, and they yep. went to a party and yep. talked to him. I saw that. And he was like, what the fuck just happened? Yep. It's still a third-hand account. If I heard Chris uh, Rock right after say, like, <laughs> see the shock Like, the face. police, the NY, or the uh, LAPD... Uh, released a statement saying, we spoke to Chris Rock right after this happened. Um, we said, we'll go out there and take Will Smith away. This is the police we're talking about. You think everybody's in on the joke, Kamar? Everybody's in on the prank? Uh, just like not everyone's in on the moon landing. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Anyways. Oh, okay. It, for a couple of ratings, like that is, they... All of those Oscar uh, people who set this up could go to jail, Kamar. Yeah. If like, they weren't actors, all I have to, I submit Juicy Smoulet, who was like, wow, that is how you do it. You got to go full commitment. It, if they weren't actors, I, it'd, be, it'd be way more far-fetched, but it's just, they are the, the perfect people to do it. That's look, all. maybe you I don't want to argue may, Maybe. Uh, no, I don't want to yeah. argue to, to get to a point where we... We change our opinion. You know what I mean? It's because you do not want to have your opinion changed <laughs> under any. The dress like is that blue, would be crazy. Well, no, I, th I think it's fake. How else? Like I know. So all okay. All you know what? This is what I don't like about that. You came in. You said I listened to a bunch of girls and they changed my mind. But someone presumably that you respect just is impossible for me to after penetrate your fucking seen, dome. You think that was a real slap? I, I, I mean... No, you don't. Look inside, Simon. Okay, what, whatever. <laughs> you know that slap look is in, suspect. Look inside, Simon. I think that anything would look suspect because it was like, it's, um, it, it's like seeing Santa Claus in Hawaii. It was so abnormal. It was so out of the ordinary. It was such a juxtaposition to our senses that, yeah, of course it seems fake because the idea that Will Smith would ever do that to Chris Rock is like, 
It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. It, it's it's it other dimensional. It makes more it, sense that it's fake. No, Kamar, you act like reality isn't insane. Like crazy. It like ridiculous things that shouldn't happen happen every single day. It, he he's it, all. That being said, if it is real, uh, you know, send your prayers to um, it's aliens. Will Smith. He is in a very bad place because with all the riches, a beautiful family, he should not be in a zone where he could just snap. Like, you all, wait a minute, dude. Though. He's crazy. Hold on, hold on. Dude, I know. Are this you is nuts. are you nuts? What you act, what? Come on. Every rich person is happy. Uh, Will Smith should be happy. Dude, his wife cucked him on. He just on, won Best Actor. It was the greatest um, night of his life. How, it, he's not even. You're not even looking at that part of it. But that was so long ago. He hasn't dealt Yo, with it. Yo, it wasn't that long ago. And do you it was get. Months ago. So what, Kamar? He's been with her for like 20 years. His wife cheated on him. You're yeah. saying that six months? You're not saying, only they, cheated they, they on him. They had a consensual him. open yes. uh, relationship. That apparently he wants no part of. Of course like, no guy wants part of that. Especially the woman asked for it. Okay, yeah, you want to take I, part in that, but you don't want any part anyway. of it. So, so in hitting Chris, he was actually hitting Jada. And that's what it was. Okay. I don't know what the reasoning was. We're debating whether it was real or fake. I, I think it's fake. If you want to talk about why we think he did it. Either well, way, we got to move on because there's a ton of Josh Yeah, Barnett. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I also didn't want to talk about it too much because unfortunately we record on Sundays and we're like a week late. A week like this late, thing's yeah. been beat it's to been, fucking death. I've talked week. a lot about it all it's week. Horrible. Who hasn't? Dude, being the expert on the subject, I've had a lot of people coming to me looking for... Um, I bet White Simba's phone was blowing up. <laughs> Look, the only looking person, for statements, yeah. you know? I'm the yeah. only person you talk to who thinks it's fake? You're one of... I can't think of another person Fair I enough. talk to who Fair thinks enough. it's fake. Uh, they were talking about the Baja racing, those trucks. That's awesome. Would Baja. you guys ever want to do that? The Baja. Baja. Um, uh, no, I mean, I don't know. Like, I would like to take one of those buggies out out there i don't know if i'd want to do like a 500 mile you just want to tour for a couple hours but precisely like yeah i don't do want to have to do a 500 mile piss dude a catheter i'm out and joe gave a little yeah right anything that involves a catheter i'm, I'm i don't want if i have to piss in a bag or shit in a cup i don't want any I'm part out. of it joe slipped up a little bit and said he was um well he showed that he's been out of touch for longer than we may have suspected because they just Baja, they're talking about cars and vehicles. And he goes, uh, yeah, I was broke. <laughs> I only owned a couple of cars. <laughs> I only had a couple of uh, properties I mean, it wasn't in Baja. Broke, broke. Like, no, if you own a car, you're not broke. Yeah. Like it's just that. No, if, if you, you own multiple cars. Especially if you own the car. If you're paying payments and it's week to week, touch and go, and it might get repoed. Okay, I think what he broke. meant was he didn't have like a warehouse in Baja where he kept all his which cars. He, which he now does. Which he now does, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he a Baja broke, warehouse. He broke. Well, it's, uh, sorry, uh, warehouse space is cheap in Baja. Yeah, of course. I think. It's the desert. Oh, yes, it is. You are correct. So I would assume there's, if there is warehouse space out there, it's probably pretty cheap. And I, th I think it's Baja, California. I think there might be Baja, Mexico. <laughs> there is. You got, you got it. Yes. It's Baja. Um, then he broke he broke Joe's heart. It's so amazing <laughs> how Joe reacts when he finds another thing about Bruce Lee. <laughs> is it true? Yeah. Because he was like, no, he's he grew up in Washington or Portland or whatever. It's like, what? No. I grew up in Seattle. I think Joe it was, yeah. was a, a physical breakdown. Why are they doing this about the most important man in martial arts? I just, I, I guess, I just, I noticed that. 
liberties of stories. Directors just do that. That's what's going to happen. What? You know? Say that again. Directors will take liberties with stories. Writers will add stuff, make it sexier. These from California. Like. It's not even. Listen, you forget that it's very difficult to tell a compelling story in a short period of time. Like if you have, if you're doing Ozarks and you know you have four seasons, you can start Bruce Lee in in Seattle. You can tell the story of him moving. You have all this time in a two hour movie. But why do you have to make up that he comes from somewhere else? I'm, no, no, it's not making I'm it up. I'm with you. They're not making. What, what I'm saying is this. They're just leaving it out. What I'm saying is Skip this. Skip over. They're just saying, listen, it's easier for the story if we just say he moved right to L.A. Sure. And then because I also I'll agree with you in this, Simon. I find it ridiculous where they're like, the audience won't understand. Like they think we're really dumb. You know what I mean? It would take one thirty-second scene. Of them packing up the house, like, oh, we're moving to California. You know what I mean? It's not that difficult, but they... No, it's that it breaks the fantasy that everybody has in their head. Sure. And I mean, again, he always uses the uh, Big Daddy Goodrich example. You never know. They might have gone to Big Daddy Goodrich, and he was like, I don't want any part of this fucking film. Leave my name out of it. And then at that point, they have to make up some... I guess you don't have to make him a Russian. You could stick with what it was just it's not just they also know that hollywood name. is fickle and they're yeah, like you yeah. know what this black guy doesn't want to be he's fine yeah. he's, a, he's a big white russian guy now did anybody speaking of movies that tell a story did anybody see that um i guess this ties into will smith too uh bradley cooper movie the nightmare, nightmare alley. alley i had to stop it's oh so you didn't even get to the end i'm halfway through the it's Are it's you gonna a, ruin it for everyone no no okay. i'm just gonna say it's a two and a half hour movie so long to get to a really good punchline, but it's like, that's all the movie is. It's all just leading up to one scene at the end. And when that scene happens, you're like, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh I I stopped to watch the basketball. Um, He gave a great breakdown about wrestling. Yeah. How it, and how it's gotten to where it is now. He was really a superior physical um, discipline. And that's where marks comes from. I yeah. mean, I didn't do the, the, but that's a nice little piece of history. That's got. where marks the comes term from. mark. You're they're a talking mark. about like they'd have a guy like I'll fight anyone, and they'll have a big guy, but he loses, and everyone like what? And then other people try, and then they dummy them, and all this stuff. And if you saw someone, you could rip off they were a mark. It's the same way, like in a game of three card Monty. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I got it, I got it. And I, then he I talked about um, coaches that demand like you gotta do five hundred push ups and. Run 3,000 yeah, miles before squats. I even train you yeah. or, or whatever. And it's, it's total like... Um, I always want to know, is that in one sitting? Mr. Miyagi. Karate kid shit. That's exactly what it is. Like, if you can't even do that, what yeah, are we I doing can't even here? Work with you, yeah. And then he really got into how coaching is mentoring. And like, you're like, as a coach, what are you doing? And he like, he has like four guys he coaches or whatever, manages. Because you get involved in your life. And it's such an interesting thing that we have coaches in life. Like that's part of you. You need someone on your side, but to give you tough love, but to push you, and like we need we as human beings, we 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 strive better with a coach. Would you say that's why they they exist? I never had a coach, so I couldn't. Well, uh, I think part of human nature, just like learning, is teaching. I think it's all part of like the cycle of just being human. So, but it just takes a special type of person who wants to embrace being a coach and knows what it is, and you've got to like 
give someone some sort of test. Well, I think there are a lot of different coaches out there, Kamar, and some people are doing it because they want they don't want to give up the sport they're in. They want to keep, you know, being part of something. I think that everybody has just like any other occupation. It's like you're almost having get a, a good lot. conscience, because for most part a coach is gonna want what's best for you. I also think though it's like people by and large want to pass on their knowledge. Like I find that no one is like when someone knows something, they're not normally like, uh, I'm not going to... I mean, but, some people can't be bothered. But for the most part, like when you find someone that's interested in the thing you're interested in, you're like very willing to... like. As long as it's not something that makes you a lot of money, then I find people are much more hesitant to coaches just Coaches for money or suspect? Uh, I know what he's saying. No, he's saying like if you have a one-of-a-kind... Um, I'll, I'll help Matt with, uh, with a problem he has, but... I'm not giving him my secret to make a million dollars. I don't have that secret, but if I did, you know, sure. for your own gain, not just to help the other person and, or, or investing time into someone and then they just fuck off on you. Well, I think that happens hurtful. all the time mm -hmm. and you get, um, feelings. Yeah. You get shy to helping people more and more because you have so many bad, you know, yeah. experiences where because look the the bottom line is nobody shares your particular values you know what i'm saying like everybody's different in that way and what is like a slight to me may not be a slight to matt but when he does that thing to me i never forget it you know yeah well josh barnett just seems like he's a, a stand-up person and looks for stand-up qualities of people and doesn't yeah, seem like a salt, of, salt of the earth a shithead uh, they talked about how we're in Cali Yuga. Well, he mentioned it like a hundred times. And the way that works is it's after, I think, Krishna passes. So it started a hundred thousand years ago and is going on for another 300,000. So for them to say we're in the middle of it and to be like, ah, when will this end? Don't. The, the middle of Kali Yuga? Kali Yuga. So that's what, like a time period on it's a... It, it, it's a, it's a, a theory that when Krishna died or went away, we entered the period of Kali Yuga. It's like the age of Aquarius. Something or like this, yeah. yeah. So okay, gotcha. don't. Don't look like it's coming to an end, all this chaos. That, that's sort of what they, they blamed it on. You know, the fracturing and destruction of society doesn't happen in a week. Well, I mean, we're such a, you know, that tiny little blip on the map uh, in the timeline. We just think we're really important. But just like, uh, like the um, climate goes up and down throughout millions of years... So I imagine too, do you know people and? But even then, though, how do you know that the Kali Yuga didn't start before mankind? You know what I mean, and that we were just oh, well, born well, into it. Like, maybe. Well, there's, yeah, a, that's... there's another time period that is the same thing of uneasiness, or but it has nothing to do with that. This religion, I forget what it's called. Someone told me about it. But was it one of those girls? It was one of those girls, yeah. But it just seems like everybody's, they're all talking about the same thing. Exactly. Just Caliuga, Age of Aquarius. Exactly. We're, we're coming exactly. into something new. I don't know how long this Caliuga has been going on for. You know, him, when but. he showed up, he looked kind of disheveled. Were you at like a, a flat earth orgy last night or something? Like, oh, I wish. <laughs> well, explain wearing the Rick and Morty t-shirt. That would work. I love that Rick makes sense. Well, it's logic. Who doesn't like Rick and Morty? <laughs> uh, they were complaining about politics and stuff. And it's amazing how there aren't. Like a, an exceptional class of people in those positions. Sorry, repeat that for me. There just aren't exceptional people in 
roles as politicians. Like Josh Barnett is an exceptional person. That doesn't mean he's going to make a good politician, but there's exceptional people out there and they don't fall in these roles, which are leadership, like in a weird way. He sort of talked about, about like people getting power well, not wanting to relinquish it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it a lot in yeah, that Schollenberg. Uh, uh, he also talked about um, defending Joe. They also talked about ivermectin, which has come out with studies that said it doesn't do anything. So that was sort of poor timing on their part. Dude, it doesn't seen do the, anything I, like to help for COVID. COVID. Yeah, it has But zero. it certainly doesn't hurt you. No. No, no. That, listen, that's always been my thing from the beginning was like, I, I have to wait for the studies to see if it does anything for COVID, but it's definitely more than a horse paste. Yeah, it's a very safe drug, and but have you seen the Weinstein Weinstein brothers? They're at each other's throat. It appears, eh? What? 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 Yes. What's going on? Whoa! Hey, ho! Fill me in. Well, so Brett Weinstein still believes vehemently, vehemently. I like that word, Matt. That um, ivermectin. Are you farting? No, I'm. I'm trying to follow because it's Brett believes that ivermectin. It still to this day is the cure for COVID. The, the solve all for COVID. Okay. Eric um, believes through the science that it is definitely not. Feels the tests have now been he done. He feels that the studies have adequately been put okay. forth and that it doesn't have any effect, noticeable effect. Yep. Um, and now they're like beefing on Twitter and Eric is like, your group of people are like online harassing me at this point and you need to check this because huh. it's on you. Interesting. Yeah. It's well, really you, you want to know what's here? Like, uh, Brett Weinstein, that's the ivermectin guy, the with dark the, horse podcast. Yeah. With Dr. Uh, Patrick Corey there or yes, whatever his Pierre. name is, Pierre Corey. Um, when they came on, it wasn't, I, I have no problem with like people talking about alternate things. It was the vehement, the, the passion of the ivermectin. So I felt like. Well, it just didn't seem like a thing of science. It was vaccine against ivermectin. Do mm -hmm. you know? It was one or the other where there were, like Joe said, he took a plethora of drugs that none of us can get our hands on or afford, you know? So, <laughs> sorry, come on, go on. It's okay. No, it just yeah, looks like he gets so annoyed every time. Oh. I you, just, you, you should. You look pretty annoyed a lot of the time. Wanna, oh, I am annoyed. Oh, okay. I'm. I'm okay. actually annoyed. Um, I just meant like you look annoyed to be here half the time. <laughs> I thought um, he. Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say again. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, go ahead, come on. I'm sorry. He can't no. hide his emotions, <laughs> no, man. He like starts pouting. No, no. no. It looks like it hurts you. He turns away and he's like, I'm not going to let them see yeah. that this he really bothers he, me. He just got poetic about part of the reaction to COVID was the denial of death. Like, uh, just keep this away from us. Like, survival is, is so important. Um, it also doesn't mean that you should lean into a pandemic, right? No. Which, and then. The, <laughs> no, but survival is important, right? Like, that's kind of what we're all doing here. And we've survived. No, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying you, it's. And we will survive, then we'll die. Like, but yeah, but Kamar, denying is inevitable. It's almost like if, <laughs> it's almost like yes. if these, it's almost like if I was in the room with these two guys and they were like, "You need to really start working out and taking your health seriously." And I said to them, "I think you guys are taking this living long like way too seriously." It's the same argument, right? Like, why should I bother working out? I, it, you're just trying to prolong and what, and what your if life, they were like, and you're going to die eventually. You know what, Matt? Good point. They're never going to say point that. Take it, actually. <laughs> They're never going to say that. Uh, they would both just elbow me in the head, and then it'd be over. They were just talking about the show and. Uh, Barrett was sort of um, 
defending him and stuff. And Joe said, if it gets too big, I'll quit. Yeah. That made a bunch of clips. That's made a bunch of clips. Well, he said that a couple of times. He said, look, if I ever have to start doing this differently because to, you know, appease anybody, which I guess he kind of did. I feel like it's. Look, Joe's human. He, he, he's not doing. I was thinking about this this morning, actually. Um, I don't think Joe's not out there to change the world. No. Like he never wanted to, and nor do I think he wants to. And. But what is, okay. He has the biggest podcast in the world. Yeah. When it, if it's too big, I'll walk away. What does that mean? I don't know. He and didn't, he didn't he, say if it was too big. What did he say? He just makes too much controversy. Yeah. He said, if I ever have to start doing it a different way. Well, I mean, but he already has, cause he already in the last year has been like, I'm not going to have politicians on. And then of course broke that. But I think that right this week in Joe, in, in Joe's uh, corner, you know, I think those were things that he probably got caught up in and doesn't want to have to do with anyways. Like having all these different politicians on all the time. That's not a fun show. You've just become Bill Maher. You know what I mean? No, yeah, but in, time for hold on. But in Joe's defense, you think Joe should quit? I think so. And just do, just go, go the way of the other, like he's losing his mind. We'll get into it. <laughs> Joe is losing his mind. <laughs> uh, they talked about the official who talked about inflation and the advice was to eat lentils and ride the bus. Like, things are not going well, clearly. The four, the chihuahua for the four chickens. Oh, that story. Four chickens would fuck hit hard up. I just saw him in the back like with his knife by his side trying to defend himself. Um, <laughs> little, little leather jacket without sleeves. Then they started talking about the problems in California, which really leads into our next guest. Uh, he was just describing it almost as Barter Town from Mad Max 3. And they talked about how in the uh, Roman times, people were weary of 30-year-olds. Yeah. Like, how the fuck are you still around? What's going <laughs> on here? Would that be so weird that that was an old person? Yeah, you must have been hiding out during all these fights because there's no way you could have made it to 30. Yeah. Well, that that's not how it was portrayed in um, Rome. No, I was going to say 300. Oh. They were the Spartans. Rome okay. was... Uh, well, I would say the, the royalty Romans. probably well, What did he say? Spartans. I thought he was talking about... I thought I was talking gladiators. Oh, well, you yeah. were talking about gladiators. Gladiator. They were talking about Spartans. And I think the nobles might live a little bit longer, but the common person... Well, Romans lived a lot longer than the Spartans would have. That's where I think we're getting confused. We're lost. Well, you are. Uh, then he tied it all up. <laughs> he tied it all up with. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, oh, I do, but I don't. You just are. talk about you know. There's a fear of death or the acceptance of death. A culture without honor. Back to the booze. Booze talk. It was a nice little bow. Rate it. Holy shit! I can't. But I mean, none of that made any sense to me. No, it was good. Good, nice, nice bow. Come on. As long like as it that. worked for Those you. Those are my jot points. Yeah. No, I got it. I got it. I mean, I give it a two. This should have been an MMA. You know, I don't find these. These ones are just cock stroking. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. Joe's, it's Joe's show. He can have on whoever he wants. But, you know, this just tends to be a big old yeah, fucking Yeah, and when we're jerk. talking about um, wrestling for 40 minutes, like, come on. He seems like a come good on. guy, though. Yes, oh, he's a great listen, guy. Great guy. I'm not trying to shit on Josh Barnett at all. He seems like a fucking, I would love to have him as a neighbor, a friend, a brother-in-law, what, like across the board. Seems like the best dude to know. I'm not. Yep, I'll agree. I give it a three and a half. Simon, did you rate it? I'll give it a two and a half. Okay. Well, look at us covering the whole board. 
Uh, Schellenberger, come on, name and a number. I have to uh, excuse myself. 1798, Michael Schellenberger. We lost our bathroom. to gubernatorial. Yeah. Gubernatorial candidate. Potential. It's gubernatorial. Yeah, that sounds good too, man. Okay. Yeah, from author, he's never going to win governor. We, well, we know that, right? This is Rogan Curtis. <laughs> well, the, if, I mean, there's that too. If you too. want to run for office, you don't go on Rogan. It's uh, I don't know how that worked out. Yeah, I. That's what I was thinking the whole time when Joe when Joe was like, "You don't have the right energy." You should be saying, "When I win," I was like, "Joe, he's sitting in the chair in front of you. He has he no knows, chance he of knows winning." It's like, over because I just said I'll be doing this. Is Joe? I quote, "No more political podcasts," and you are here to announce your uh, your candidacy your campaign. for governor. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, radical was used a lot in this um, podcast. Ra- so say that again. Radical, radical. Was, was used a lot. Like he's talking about doing some radical things, which yeah. I think might have pushed back, like whether you could do that. But I, I think was pretty be- sure at one point he was like, the way to fix the homeless problem is first we'll set up camps and we'll decide who's going in these camps. And I was like, this sounds. And I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Radical. I didn't love the sound of it right off the jump. It does sound the 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 the. It doesn't sound off the jump. It, it sounds like it could be a slippery slope. But he's saying there will be a radical evidence that this works in two years. This isn't a, you know, in ten years we like is yeah, what yeah. it's going to take. And maybe it's just just as say they've taken radical steps when this pandemic came. Maybe that this is a pandemic, especially for the state of California. I mean, dude. Listen, we've been talking, Joe's been talking about this since he left. So for like two years, we've we've had California and its socialist state rammed down our throat. I had no idea they were delivering homeless people on the street. Like it like sounds like the best square meals. homeless drug addict. It's in, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Dude, delivered? Like you, I don't get food delivered to me unless it costs me like $8. So how are homeless people getting, it's crazy. This guy had an issue with his father. I just wrote that down, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was just like it was just like that sort of uh, tough background has made him um, impervious to stress or whatever. Or that about the last guy. In any ways, he was talking about how the, the lot it was the last guy, the drug saying. addict. This guy's running for governor, yeah, right? He is. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't on. think he's like an ex-army vet or nope, something. No, nope, no, yeah. just something with his dad. No, no, just something with his dad. Um, All right, um, Michael Schellenberger, yeah, or Schellenberger. He said something really interesting. He said, Cal- "Am I okay here, Kamar? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that your note is written on a ripped piece of cardboard. It was in my car. Um, California needs an intervention, and I am that intervention." I thought that was pretty poignant. And this guy obviously just wants to go in. He knows he has a very limited amount of time and he wants to make change while he's there. I, I thought when he was like, the governor can actually go in and do these things. It's a, one of those positions where you can actually make a fucking difference. Yeah. That's what you need a president. You need a guy who's like, he doesn't, he's not worried about being reelected. He's just, I want to do the best work I can in those four years. And it was kind of like why people wanted Trump in there. Cause the idea was drain the swamp. I'm going to go in, I'm going to do everything differently. I'm going to get rid of all of these pedophiles or whatever that are, you know, running the, the deep state. And this guy sounds like he can actually do that. I mean, on a much smaller level, but that would be amazing. The problem California has is weather. 
Like for the homeless people, you mean? Well, yeah, just in general. Like, I mean, think about it. If you could, if you were, let's say Vancouver had the same weather as, like the exact same weather as LA, every homeless person in Canada would go out there. Especially if they had those bang up social programs. Yeah. Well, that too. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, LA is obviously in um, a tailspin. When you hear about them not prosecuting thefts under a thousand dollars, like you say those words, that doesn't even make sense to me, Matt. I can't. I know. I can't. What? You own a store. Imagine what? If you're just a normal citizen, why are you not out there just taking anything you want? Like, well, because you want to be a good citizen. No, I, I get it. But like if, if it's just so normalized, you know? The craziest is if you read into it, it's almost all organized crime. Like, the, that's the one thing this guy and Joe and a lot of his guests have never mentioned, is if you dig deep into this thing, it's all, it, 95% of it is organized. It's not just no, random people. Not the homeless people, though. The, no, no, no. I'm talking drug. about the... You're talking I'm about, talking about the, the CVS, yeah. the CVS thefts, the Louis Vuitton, sure, like, yeah. all of those... That's all organ dude. They found a guy with a warehouse in LA who had like thirty million dollars worth of CVS products, and he had set up multiple websites selling discounted medical items from CVS. That he as long had- he just steals nine hundred eighty dollars. What is what's the rationale behind not doing anything though? Like what? I who- think their hands are so tied already with all these drug addicts. Like what? Something's got to go first. Sorry, I was just no. Wait, hold okay, on wrong, a second. Wrong, wrong. The weird thing is this, is they always they always do this like we need to create jobs. But then they also do this thing where they're like the courts are super backed up. And it's like, well, why don't you create jobs to fast track? I guess there's not enough judges, but who knows? Like, I, I, I don't think any of us, California is so big. I don't think any of us really know. And I don't think it's one problem, but I don't think any of us know what all the problems are. It's a very big, dude, the state is huge. Okay, I you you come back at me with an argument that makes sense as to not prosecuting people who steal. Oh no, steal. I can't. No, you have to. Like, it, on what planet, dude? If you say if you announce tomorrow that stealing cars you won't get prosecuted, I would imagine that car thefts would go through the roof. The priority through the roof too. Well, no, I told you guys that I read in San Francisco now. That people are leaving, they're parking their cars, leave everything open, and leaving all the windows open and the doors open. What I'm saying, if they if they were to solve with these radical solutions the homeless problem, then they'd be able to switch and then move on to this the new the reason I said what with such vigor, Kamar, is because these two things have nothing to do with each other. How do you know? He 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 thinks the homeless thing is like the root of all the state's problems. This is the thing. though. hold on. We did this with like Andrew Yang, where someone comes on and they talk a big game, and we get excited about their ideas. But then in practice, they're not really like. Let me give you an example. He was like, "We have a lot of out of state homeless people who obviously maybe come here to homeless follow. went down in the rest of the country and went up in California." Yeah, and his plan, part of his plan, if I remember correctly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Kumar, part of his plan was to help those people get back to their home states. And he was like, and I'll work with other governors. No other governor is going to work with this guy to actively be like, oh, you have a bunch of meth heads that are from Ohio that you want to send back here? Well, we would love to take on that burden. Like- well, right now, like Kamar said, they have an endemic like they have a such a massive problem going on there. Dude, I've seen They should be trying everything and anything. Like get a grip, 
And he said in San Francisco the budget was a billion dollars a year for ten thousand homeless people. That's staggering. So the, there's you money. Could just he, pay those. People. One of the things he's saying is we got to go in there and see where this money is actually going. But he did have solutions. That was my point in the first place. Is you can't just look. We know that when they just throw a trillion dollars at the problem, it doesn't do anything. It's just bureaucrats padding their pockets and. It's like a giant circle jerk. You need somebody who's going to do things differently. So even if his ideas are fucking Cinderella stories. But he is still liberal. Who's totally a progressive, a liberal. He's just like not the old liberal who think you've got to. uh, He he thinks it's some tough love. Just one of the things I thought was funny is they were talking about journalism off the top. He's done some writing and there's good journalism, the loss of objective journalism. And Candace Owen was running her mouth about Ukraine being corrupt. Yeah. And the New York Times came to her and said, where are you getting this information from? Yeah, I saw it. And yeah. she gave them their information. Well, that sort of gives an idea of how touched the news has gotten with itself. Um, but he seems to be, his fingers are on all the tabs, like uh, renewables. Obviously, trying to switch everyone to um, electric is not as easy as we think. And that's reflected in the the gas pump going up and not using nuclear. And he seems to want to go that direction. Like he's got a lot of big ideas, but his his fundamental idea is setting up shelters. Like you said, sending people there. Um, He said it was more like a European model. This is what happened. He's been in war zone since he was 17. He got hit by a truck when he was nine. What does that have to do with his dad though? I don't know about the dad. That might have been the other guy. Um, but uh, he just has he just has a lust for life and wants to throw himself into this. Simon, that'll leak. Can you grab that for me and just bring it over here? What will be interesting is um, as it progresses, because I guess this will be in November when the election is that he's running for. Yeah. Uh, the smear campaign against him. I don't know if we'll actually notice it, but I'm sure if you lived in California. You'd see the, those crazy ads. Well, because he's also Michael going Schellenberger up wants to Newsome, kill kids. The dirtiest of the dirt. He's, but man. he's but he has a chance because he's just got to get it down to him and Newsom, and then it's 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 uh, it's on for young and old. Anything could happen. Uh, he was talking about how carbon emissions are going down. So we are doing stuff for the planet. Well, he said the U.S. Stuff. specifically had. Had exceeded their goals for the carbon decrease at and, the Paris. And you don't Accord. get that out of the news often. Like yeah. the, the the feel good stories is still doom and gloom. Uh, he was saying some of those gasland things are complete misinformation. Yeah, about the emissions from this gas, like coal is obviously the worst, and it's just that they just you just can't switch everything green in ten years, he or the middle class. Poor people are the ones who are going to be paying for it. He did admit, though, he was like, fracking that isn't properly done and that isn't regulated will definitely pollute well water and will destroy... Th- things can go wrong with anything. Yeah, I get uh, it. I, there could be oil listen, spill. Come on. BP dumped like 18 trillion gallons of fucking crude oil into the Gulf of Mexico. We're still so. here. We're still so. here. Um, Exercise is right wing. I mean, I agree. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Um... But he was saying exercise, diet, education, and shelters. Like he said, they got to fix the education system. I, I think I think his ideas didn't sound harebrained, and he sounded like he really wanted to do it, not to get power, which is what we see a lot. Of, like he's saying, Gavin Newsom is 
just trying to run for president. Yeah, we're just wasting our breath because you and I said off the rip, this guy has about a fucking 1% chance of becoming governor of California. First of all, Gavin Newsom is like a billionaire, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's only worth $20 million. Oh, I okay. think this guy's going to win. Are but, you fucked? Nope. I'm calling my shot. First of all, he's not even in the election yet. No, I know. Okay. Still has to win to get in to fight against Newsom. Yeah. There's an antidote of a gang member that's leaving L.A. Because it's getting Dude, too violent. And this anecdote. I hope that's true. This that part I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you don't believe that? <laughs> I want to believe it. I mean, okay, I sure. This, this place has got to shit. I mean, it's funny. Yeah, like a, it's just hard for me to believe that a gangbanger is like, yo, all the hard dudes are getting out of prison. <laughs> like, we gotta fucking, we gotta leave town. Like LA has got so violent. <laughs> How violent's got it? The bloods are leaving. Um. He's talking about tough love. He says right now there's addiction maintenance instead of um, addiction recovery. He's talking about using carrot and sticks and models that have been proven to be successful in European countries. It's uh, only because we don't live there do we not feel it. But I think it's really bad because people do harp out about it every episode. Well, in Europe, LA comes up. In Europe, what they started doing was just giving them money. They were like, there's way less red tape. We're wasting all this money on bureaucracy. If we just give these people the stupid money that we're wasting, we'll see what happens. And by and large, most people took themselves out of poverty. But I don't know what they... The problem is the drug problem. Because you can't just give a drug addict money. That's not how this fucking works. You have to give them support. A drug addict isn't just going to take a clump of money and be like, well, you know what? I'm going to get a shower. But the money money is like two or three steps they have to accomplish, like get sober, then move to this living thing and make the stages. It's possible. Dude, Uh, listen, I had, when I worked in Vancouver, there was the same homeless guy that sat out in front of my bar every night. I used to give him my, I got a staff meal every once in a while. I would give it to him. See, Simon always, whenever I get into a story, you can always see Simon rub and touch his head in anger. Anyway, this guy was constantly telling me he was going to turn his life around. Like every time I gave him five bucks. Did he play the guitar with a cup? No, that was uh, that was Sparky. I remember Sparky. No, this was in Vancouver. Anyway, the point of the story is at one point he actually did. He showed up one day in like cleaner clothes. He had shaved. Same old story. He was like, I just need five bucks. I'm going to this job interview tomorrow. So I, he knew I was getting the five. And then like a week later, I see him on the corner again, hadn't shaved. And I was like, how'd the job interview go? He's like, oh, you know, I missed it. And I was like, no, this guy's just fucking stuck here. Like, like you cannot, I don't know how you get out of that. I just don't think you can. One of the important things is just a shave and a haircut. Yeah, I love those barbers that go out and give homeless guys. I just, like, there's such a huge difference between like, you know, normal homeless problem, which is not good, but there's always going to be that. They're always going to be a fraction of like sick people who feel better on the streets or whatever the case is. This is something totally he different. The than majority this. of just drug addicts and it's just a little paradise. But this is something totally, this is when you have this amount of people all living like that, like it's, what do you do? Well, you, I, I don't, I don't know, man. You, you figure out a way to take care of your own citizens. That's the answer. Yeah. I, and don't fucking worry about, wars in Yemen or anywhere else until you can make sure that you don't have fucking armies of homeless people living on your streets. The whole country's got to look in the mirror sort of thing. Not just California. Yeah, you need a president who's going to go in there and who's going to fucking do something. Or somebody like I I guess it's the governor in this case who's going to do it. But like, this is just um, a microcosm of 
everything that's going on in America uh, or wherever, you know what I mean? With broken governments who have no, um, like they don't really give a fuck about you. You're, you're like a number to them. Like you're a number to Facebook. You're a useful, a useful, um, body of mass. Yeah. They have no respect for the voting public. It's just when they're weird. supposed to be public servants. It's weird that at this point, California hasn't just costanzed it and been like, we'll just, we're doing the fucking complete opposite of everything we've done. Well, you would need to get rid of Newsom to do that. That should be somebody's platform. This guy should run on the Costanza fucking platform. Right. I will just do the opposite of everything Newsom did. See, my fear though is that the pendulum will swing like it did in the 90s, where someone's going to get in and be like, guess what? Now, if you steal anything from a CVS, automatic five years in prison. You know what I mean? That's, and then and then you're like, holy shit. That's yeah, not exactly. Yeah, you definitely the, don't want that. Yeah. He doesn't sound prison. like that guy. I'm not saying he, I, I wasn't a saying Republican. him. No, I was you're, saying you're worried it's going to swing too far the other way. Well, that's what happens when things get so far out of control. This is, that, Simon, this is why I'm saying it, because people are so fed up that now they would be like, like again, and. I will I'll extend the olive branch. If I'm a store owner in LA or San Francisco and people are just constantly coming in and stealing $1,000 worth of goods, I would also be like, yeah, lock them up for fucking three, five years. Who gives a shit? Well, and then eventually you're just going to be like, this isn't worth it anymore. And then you close and then you just end up with fucking, well, again, it's just a faster climb to C total domination by Amazon. I read that CVS and Walgreens have both already... Uh, said they're leaving California. But how does anybody in California feel safe if that's the case? Like, really, really, really. Like, you expect certain... Um, Security? Yeah, there's, there's a certain scaffolding of just normalcy that we all follow. And they have just, like, the size of Ottawa living on their streets and homeless. homeless. Yeah. This is what I mean. And people can just go and steal whatever the fuck they want. Like, it sounds like the well, purge. It's not that many homeless people. It sounds like the purge. That'd be crazy. Yeah. It's not a million. It's like a hundred thousand, maybe in the whole state. It was a giant exaggeration. Listen, well, I've a million, got my listen, point. A million would be it's a, a small town. It's Kingston. It's whatever of homeless people. Like, Listen, I've laid It doesn't eyes. make sense. I've seen Skid Row. It's fucked. And you saw it before it exploded. Yeah, into, no, and that's what uh, I was saying. I haven't even seen it now. Like He thinks it can be fixed. Well, I mean, you know what? Nobody else is doing shit. So put this guy in and let him take a run at it because they got nothing to lose at this point. He suggested kids being in school longer. Uh, that sort of works if you broke up the day and had funner activities, but like keeping kids in school, it could be those weird three hours where they have to find trouble. If school was awesome, if school was yeah. awesome, then yeah, I totally or agree with that. Or sports or activities that are not like being stuck in a classroom. Yeah, but he acted like kids can't, I don't know. I was fine for that couple hours I without my parents. That's where I got in trouble. But, but, yeah, but, but me are too. you in jail? Joe are you was, dead? I was. I was in jail. Um, <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe was against that. He wants to wear sucks. my sweatshirt. But if you just make it, if you just make it more stimulating, I think that might be just you know keep the kids off the street. I don't think you need longer school hours. I think you need better curriculums. Period. It doesn't. They, you don't have to keep them in there longer. Just make the time they're in there. That they want to be there. Life you know? skills are just more practical. Yeah. First of all, they got rid of everything helpful and chill about school. 
well, they got rid of shop, everything helpful yeah, for sure. on involved home mac all that shit now it's just fucking standardized test you better who fucking cares pass. about isosceles um one of the things joe asked him is like sure you you, you talk a good game this sounds great but you can't do this by yourself. How are you going to get those common people? And that, right there, that's the biggest problem, right? Like what his cabinet is or whatever it's called to execute all this is it's. Well, I mean, to me, it's insane that any Californian wouldn't want to make this fucking better. You hear like, what I said? It'll be interesting to see the mud that's slung because everything is saying, and there is the off chance, Joe asked. Well, if you sell this to people, what if this makes them? Just do it. I mean, that's a win too, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's sort of like the NDP if they get the liberals to do their stuff. But he said that'll never fine. happen because he's not interested in making he's anything better. Be he is trying to be president. Yeah. So I think that's his in that uh, Newsom sort of has his will win. There's no problem. But again, if you were Newsom and you could solve the homeless problem, that like assures you of presidency. So I don't understand why. To me, it's like they, they're, I don't know what it is that's to be gained from this. I'm not smart enough to figure it out, but like they want people to be homeless, obviously, and they want there to be a certain amount of crime going on because, dude, that's like, how they, that's how it's business as usual. That shit doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. They also have the highest tax rate in the US, and that doesn't help them at all. The amount of businesses and, uh, families that left in the last two years is a staggering exodus from the while you were relieving yourself we made the point that the irony of this guy with hope and you know vim and vigor to get this done cursed himself by going on the joe rogan experience as you know with all political people who gone into the death sentence um we'll see how it works out we learned the word uh flippery i love that he used it was completely unsure of it and then was like, oh no, I banged that one out. I'm, I'm, I'm like that. <laughs> well, with, he was absolutely right. I know he was. I just. I'm like this that with Wordle. I know words exist and I don't know what they mean, and I and I come around to them. Just humble brag. And that doesn't sound like a brag. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're good. <laughs> now, now you know if you play them in Scrabble, just challenge every single word. Yes, yes, you must do that. Uh, <laughs> one of the other things he said is he's going to go clean house, which could be crazy. Even fires a bunch of people. Um, but he's got the one thing sort of like you can't say Trump is the same, but he's new to it, right? Like every He was saying the unions like this, I'm going to go in. There's no relationships he has with any of the old boys clubs or whatever that they've all been doing business as usual this whole time. So maybe he'll go and say, this is just cut this out. This all ridiculously. He, he talked a good game and... The only problem with that is people like that tend to, uh, they end up just by, you know, just by the sheer numbers, they end up usually cutting something wildly important that yeah, we don't find out about till like years later. Especially if it's one of those bills with everything's just yeah. put together. The other person says, we get that. But he is guaranteeing results in two years. Like he goes, what I'm proposing, if you can't see tangible and I'm drastic change in two years, it hasn't worked. Which also seems like an exciting thing that something a politician would never say. You know, this is going to take a long time, to, but he's saying within months there's going to be drastic change. So I think it's very exciting if somehow this platform does benefit him. He does go on to win and beat Gavin. And it'll be very interesting if in four, 
four years or two and a half now, we see Gavin Newsom running for president. Listen, there's already a model for this. If you go back to New York in like the 90s when Rudy Giuliani became mayor, and again, it's a much smaller, I get it, it's just a city versus a state, but you got to start in each city, right? They eliminated the homeless people in like six months. Tough, tough like if you crime. talk to if you talk to New Yorkers, they're like it was fucking staggering. Yeah, like what? Up. Oh, so, so it's possible. You just I think you need to have a heavy, heavy hand. And also, he said he'd uh, reopen a nuclear facility to sure up the power grid. Yeah, well, Simon loves that. What was that? Sorry, he said he would uh, open up a nuclear facility to reopen sure up the power grid. Sorry, reopen. Excuse me, my apologies. He also talked some crazy shit about Fukushima, like just just the miss. That's where the, the journalism came in. The misinformation, <laughs> like things aren't exactly what you seem. They didn't raise a um, wall to defend the thing because they didn't want to alarm people, which is just the craziest thing that happens over and over. You again. know what I found out? This is crazy. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it's very interesting. Um, CERN, you know CERN? Yeah. They were building a bigger CERN in Texas. Um, they had already pumped $4 billion into it or whatever and then decided to stop doing it. But had they succeeded... They would have been the biggest um, collider, even, whatever it, it, you want to call it, in the Particle world. Particle smasher. Yeah, and CERN is a—it's a country on its own. The did same way Vatican City is a country on its own. Yeah. Sketchy. I mean, don't believe anything I say. Right? Always. Yeah. That goes with. Yeah. Uh, I could have grain just been, of salt. I could have just been looking at a thumbnail, Maddie. But um, yeah, interesting, huh? Super interesting. But they just gave up on it. and The Texas one. Yeah. Huge, um, giant tunnels built underground. The person who bought the land apparently filled in all the tunnels. Surely. Yeah, did. really. Eh? Mm -hmm. Rate it, boys. That's the end. Well, okay. Uh, I'll give it a three. Who was this? Schoenberg. Oh, I mean, his cause deserves a... A four and a I mean, half. again, right now, this is all talk. If this guy becomes governor and in two years has put a serious dent in the problem, then congratulations. He deserves to be governor for a long time. But we've seen a lot of people come on well, here, promise big things. Sure. And if that happens, though, if that does happen, if he gets in, he changes shit. He doesn't want to be famous. He doesn't want to be a Gavin Newsom. He just wants to make change. This should become a template for all the, the way that fucking governors are run, first of all, because obviously that will be a position where actual change, like I said, can be implemented. The biggest tragedy would be if he just wins and runs California into the ocean. Or if he becomes a fat cat. <laughs> or if he happens to like walk, a, walk off a curb and get hit by a bus or something. On his way to uh, get inaugurated, whatever it is. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, we know Come who we'll vote for and Californians, you should vote for. We know too. who we're voting for. You're hilarious. We're voting for nobody. All right, we are going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill, and we will be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, undereating, and overeating. I know me personally, everything stresses me out. Could be the drive to work, could be work itself, the girlfriend, the dog, this podcast... You name it, I will find a way to be stressed. 
Stress shows up in all kinds of ways. And in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less, and grind all the time, here's your reminder to take care of yourself, do less, and maybe try some therapy. Guys, BetterHelp was nice enough to give me three free months to try out the product. And I did. And I got to tell you, it's pretty impressive. You sign up, there's a few questionnaires, and with 48 hours, you are hooked up with your own personal therapist. You can schedule meetings, there's a calendar, and then you can chat with them. There's even a journal, there's groupinars. It's really easy, and it could save your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can lower your stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Joe Rogan Experience Experience listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. Go check them out. There will be a link in the description. Thank you so much. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. Don't forget to go check them out. Kamar, name and a number, please. Kamar, did I go too hard at you over that Will Smith thing? No. Yeah, for it sure. It looks like you caught feelings. No, I just yeah, full of I think it's fake. You think it's real? No, no. Listen, in all fairness, um, I was just a little thrown off because I thought we would all just be kind of talking about what an outrage it was that Will Smith thought he could do that. We never even got to that because we got caught up on whether we thought it was real or fake. But no, you're totally entitled to that opinion. And listen, if it turns out that it was fake, I you're listening right now. 100% give up on everything. Yeah. Like <laughs> that is going to be the straw for me. If that is fake news, I'm just across the board done with humanity. I, well, I, hold it on. really since, happened. Since we're on it, it's yeah. a weird flex for a comedian to have that. Like, you think the comedian was in on this. You well, think Chris Rock would risk his comedic career for like a And setup. like Chris Mark Rock is part of that Hollywood machine. I always thought he was like there, but not there, you know, on the periphery, but always a, really a comedian at heart. But I could be wrong. Either way, name and a number, Kamar. Yeah, it'd be disappointing. Yeah. 17.99, Giannis Pappas. And like, like I said, Monty Franklin just didn't seem funny. Giannis Papa seems funny. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Giannis Papa seems funny. Because last I week I was stuck using, uh, you know, compared to the black media, they're so much funnier. But he's just trying to be funny. I find. So I, um, I was going to come in here and ask you guys if you knew why uh, Krista Stefano and Giannis Papas no longer do the podcast anymore. Well, Krista um, Stefano moved out west, didn't he? No, no. Um, did, you the, did you see how dismissive that was? Too? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. Oh, think, he knows. Something. I don't think. He that, knows no, no. I don't think that's the reason. Okay, go ahead. Um, I've never heard that reason before. Uh, I didn't know why, genuinely. And then this morning, just out of nowhere, into my YouTube feed. Boom! Thank you. I was. Algo. I I was thinking it, Kamar. <laughs> thank you. I was Algo. only thinking it, and yeah, I I watched two different interviews where the question was posed to him. And he did a very good job of dancing around it. You but think they broke up? Well, yeah. I mean, here's what happened as far as I can gather. Because Joe wasn't going to enlighten us as to the question that was on everybody's mind. Um, 
what Giannis, as far as I could get, he got sick with COVID. He was about to go on the Joe Rogan show. It got canceled. He got really sick, right? He was like three weeks out. And then when he came back, um, Stefano had started a new podcast with Sal. Okay, yeah. From Impractical yeah, Jokers. From Impractical yeah. Jokers. And I guess maybe not told uh, Giannis that he was going to do that. Or that was the part that Giannis didn't really talk about in this interview. Oh, a lot I of people the wrong way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely seems like there was some sort of... I mean, I don't know if they're not friends anymore or I have no idea. I But there was something going on there. It wasn't as simple as... Seems like they're just both all right. Out of town or something. Seems like they're both all right, though. Uh, yeah, apparently, like uh, Giannis is doing his own podcast, and DeStefano has another podcast with Sal. So, um, I mean, I like both those guys. I think they're both really funny. Yeah, they were in, really funny in together. Their own, in their own right. Uh, he gave it interesting where his insight comes from. He was a social worker at twenty three. Yeah, so that's an interesting experience. And I thought it was funny to your point when Joe said Mike Baker is a former CIA operative. And I say that in quotes, possibly admitting that he's still. Thank CIA. you, Joe, for finally. I mean, oh, Joe gave us the former. Yeah. And I CIA? say former in quotes, which. Huh. Yeah, that's I found, interesting. I found it very interesting. Well, that's very a slip up by Joe for sure. He'll get his hands whacked by uh, too much information. The brass later 30 on. lashes. And I swear they talked about the hypersonic missile, but that's been around for 10 years. He's still concerned about this. Well, but that's how long uh, mutual assured destruction has not been a thing I for 10 so. years. I think so. That's even scarier. Joe's just, it's Joe's just found out that the U.S. doesn't have them. And that's what's. Oh, think, we on. have the US, them. We are not the U.S., but they or, sorry, have them. They we have don't them. have them. We, we, don't, we, we don't definitely have them. don't have them. But Ours we, probably go like 48 miles an hour. We don't have, we don't have <laughs> missiles. No, we have like a wood You don't catapult. think we have any missiles? <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. We have a trebuchet. <laughs> a catapult, yeah. They talk about how crazy people go for the t-shirt gun. <laughs> like it just makes you lose your mind. It does make people lose their yeah. What about the hot dog gun? <laughs> well, the hot dog gun, at least you're getting something to eat. I know, but where are you at? Like, you're like, <laughs> I really want with your granny yeah. to reach over to get the I really hot want dog. my food shot out of a gun. Here's, here's the thing about the hot dog. <laughs> Is it's, you don't it? have to leave your seat then. You know, to go and brave the lions to if get you a win hot dog. The, if you get the hot dog gun, you feel like today's a good day. But the t-shirt gun, you're getting a junk-ass t-shirt, man. I There's feel like no all the hot dog. dog should be served out of the gun. Like, you can't get a hot dog that isn't, like, you order it from your seat. Well, I'm then, surprised that didn't become, like, a COVID uh, thing, you know, to keep people away The guy's from in the aisle, other. he's just, just 10 feet shoot, from you, shoots shoot, it at shoot, you. Every, all your food gets shot at yeah, you I from like now that. on. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just pops you in the mouth, yeah. Well, I guess those um, restaurants in uh, maybe restaurants. restaurant, restaurant, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> those places where people eat in yeah. Japan, yeah. where they pay to go out and eat. Yeah. Those places. A restaurant. Yeah. Whatever it is. I, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they have like the two, the pneumatic tube system yeah. and your food like comes through the tube or there are other ones where it goes around on a conveyor belt. Those are all very good um, COVID implementations, which makes sense because they're coming from Asian countries where 
people are worried about masks and that kind of stuff from there's a sushi there's a sushi restaurant restaurant wow there's a sushi sushi restaurant in orleans that has a um a robot waiter oh yeah yeah interesting Mm -hmm. well i mean and it comes up to the table yeah, because nice. no, I've seen just the iPad well. We all the table. that's that's normal yeah. that you get that at even like the cheapest buffets now. The tablets. no, no, I'm talking. No, no, no. I understand, yeah. but like it's not a real robot, Matt. It's a tablet in a fucking remote controlled no, car. You know, know what, you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just more like a, sure. They're not, it's not a, a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, it's like a Roomba that brings no, your food. Yeah, control. it's yeah. not like an E, uh, not an E Honda, but a Honda robot. You know, it's not an E Honda <laughs> it's building your food. Street it's fighter. not to <laughs> do with his hand. Do you guys know who the White House press secretary is? No. She looks like um, sort of like uh, Jen Psaki. Queen is that her name? Jen Psaki. Is that her name? Yeah. Looks like Queen's Gambit, sort of. I have, I'm totally. Um, I have no idea. She's like ginger cunt. That's just a grind house where you just lie on behalf of the president. Like whoever it is, Republicans are. A grind house? Well, yeah. What's I mean, a grind house? Where just people get chopped up and spit out. Like how many did Trump go through, right? You know what's crazy? It's funny you mention it because when you hear what the president makes, you're like, this is an obscenely low amount of $400,000. No, no, that's how much uh, Fauci makes. Either way, I think it's like 200. Let's say it's 400 plus expenses. And who cares? 400 grand to be the president. Like, imagine what she gets paid. Not that. Just, just to eat fucking just to eat shit, shit all day. Day yeah. in and day out and for four does, fucking years. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat. No, there's, the position. Dude, there's everyone in the room. Yeah. Um, $450,000. That's how much the president makes. 400 with an expense of 50000 And like you said, Kamar, too, it's got a way on your soul when you're just lying just every day. Just vapid people. And like obvious lies. <laughs> That's got to be the worst. Uh, they talked about Burt Kreischer. He's out of control. I don't know if you saw him on Flagrant. No. But he got on Flagrant and he, he, he can't have a conversation. He just goes into Burt mode. He, like he's he's just... He's out of control. Did his shirt stay on? I I watched one of those complex, and let me start by saying I am a piece of shit. I have done nothing with my life. I just, whatever. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to just hate on him because I'm like trying to push me forward. I, I'm terrible. Yeah. I watched like a compilation of like Bert's career. Um, His rise. Yeah. It's so. I mean, he really made this happen, you know, yes, like he, 100%. he manifested this, whatever it is into existence. And he has to work really hard to maintain what he's built. Maintain. Yeah. It, it just must be exhausting. It must be exhausting. It must be exhausting. And I, I mean, well, dude, I, imagine being the life of the party, like having to be the life of the party. Yeah. Everywhere it just, you it, go. it, it oh, exhausts me to watch him. I hope like it all works out well, but they just like, he lives so hard. And it's either him, it's either you're either Burt Kreischer or Doug Stanhope, or you have to be real. Those are the two extremes of just the hard living, yeah, uh, comedian. No, but I mean, like Mark Norman is a hard living comedian, kind of. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I think him and those guys were. But, but. Y- it's not like him and Burt Kreischer are almost like different organisms. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That they're both comedians. Well, Mark they're both Norman successful hates himself comedians. so much he doesn't want to self promote him like. Like even when he does skits and stuff, you see Mark Norman sort of hates himself for doing it. Or like, or like, uh, what's his name? Um, Who's the big guy? Uh, Shane. Shane Gillis. Yeah. Yeah. He he doesn't want to sell himself. 
No, I I know. It just but he's and, hilarious. And and they'll they'll all yeah, get famous at some point. You know what I mean? But, but none of them will go as hard in the paint as Burt. No, has. I know. This is what I'm saying. It's was it necessary? Did he have to go that like over the top? Yeah, I think he's making hay while the sun is. I shining. think he. I think he's a really funny guy, mm-hmm. and his we love, we love his uh, private time or whatever secret time like that was a really funny special the pulling off his shirt the weird laughing like all of that is nonsense you know what i mean it'll be super interesting when his movie comes out Listen, oh whether, i think it'll be a disaster I hope whether or not we think it's nonsense he's still selling out across north america yeah, he's so just, yeah. he's no no he's I, just I, crazy. Abs- absolutely matt and like i said i'm a stupid idiot i just like kind of like i don't believe um Russell Brand. Yeah. I, I don't believe Bert. Like yeah. there's just something inauthentic about, and I know he's an authentic guy cause I've seen him on certain podcasts and certain shows, but it's just like, it's, it's, it's like he has this alternate persona and when he's working it, he's working, yeah. you know, he, he's always on. It's like, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, then they talked about Whitney Cummings, who's come down to earth. She now has her natural hair color back. Even she has admitted she sort of lost her mind for a bit there during the pandemic, which is good to see. Because she was dyeing her hair? She was just going crazy. Like, I don't know if you watch her Instagram, but she was out there like nudie. And I don't even know why I said nudie. Nudie? Just do crazy stuff. Like, just, Look at this puritanical cunt all of a sudden. But like what? Go through her Instagram. She said, I saw it on a podcast. She said, yeah. You know, I she lost my mind crazy. for a bit there, and now I'm back. I was just okay. saying that. Because uh, I, I like Whitney. Uh, wolf dogs, those are cool. Uh, you have to be 98% wolf or something like that, and you never keep control of them. Well, of course, it's a fucking wolf. I it, I, no, it's dogs. a crazy. Uh, you're just, you can't have, those dogs are never going to be tame. I, I don't think they you have be. to get if you want a wolf dog, it has to be like 90 percent dog and 10 percent wolf. And you get like those benefits from the wolf, but totally calmed down by the dog. Did you see the dog he has? It was a cane Corso. Those things are crazy. They look great. They're nuts. They're big dog. Yeah. Who had that dog? Uh, Giannis has one. They were talking about Whitney has a pit bull that bit her ear off. Like <laughs> she just tried a little too hard. Joe was talking about those big. Um, pit bulls you know the muscle ones there those yeah. weird ones but there's like a i think they're called like stratishire bull terriers or something they're a, a, a breed of pit bull they're like a little bit bigger they're like a weight class up from pit bulls you know i had a twisted uh daydream while listening to this the joe's uh, dog marshall gets like bit by a bat because rabies <laughs> ends up killing him because he just, <laughs> I was like, I all those dogs are garbage. There's nothing better than Marshall, and uh, he literally oh, becomes Jeez. the werewolf, yes, <laughs> and just kills Joe. Marshall, what's wrong? <laughs> it's like Pet Cemetery. Um, they're talking about uh, there's like plastic in the body now, and I was thinking that, and also like cyborg and. What if like it eventually comes? Because you've seen they have a little robot that's like a magnetic little piece of slime that goes in your ass to bring out stuff that's stuck up in there. No, I have not seen this. Well, we'll show that on for the the post, Joe. So let me get this straight. They have a robot that's a little piece of slime. Yeah. 
and it crawls up your ass yeah. to dislodge like constipation Some, or no, something? something metal objects objects to get metal objects out of your ass mm -hmm. why do you have those in your ass because you were trying to see if something fit so it like it's an off yeah yeah an off so like when what's his name put the uh car up his ass exactly they could have sent this sent little this slime bot to yeah. retrieve it well yeah just the advancement of, of science like joe sort of freaked out like in 10 years or whatever it's humans are going to be so much more optimal optimal that's the one optimal yes 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 uh, but as we, someone posted in our Reddit, they're legalizing or no decriminalizing weed on the federal level may not pass the Senate. That wasn't an April fool's gag. That was for real. Well, I read an interesting article that it's not going to pass the Senate. Um, cause Republicans are actually going to floor a better marijuana bill, but still do it. That's what I read. Now, again, how much weight I give to this? I don't know. I read it on the internet, but the article laid it out that the way that Democrats want to do it, um, it's going to be like California where there's just so much tax on it that the, the, uh, like the, the growers and the fucking dispensary owners can't really make a ton of money. So the black market still dominates. So the Republicans want to tax it less I, again. I just read the article like three days ago or two days ago. So it's fresh. The exciting thing would be... <laughs> no, it's not fresh. That's what I'm saying. I have no idea. Such a dismissive <laughs> cunt. The, I know, this guy's well, no, but the exciting thing with this has always been the federal uh, making it legal and hemp has never been able to be the super product. I mean, that's one of the mainstays of Joe's podcast. So I just thought... Well, hemp, hemp has never hemp. become a super product here and we're legal. I don't know. No, no, see but even then, hemp is still legal in the States right now. You can grow a ton of hemp. Is legal. Yes. Well, that, well that, I don't know whether there isn't hemp plastic because it's plastic. The water's plastic. In well, there isn't because there are huge plastic conglomerates that are run by like the oil money, I imagine. They... Did I just, though. I nailed that right on Yeah, the that's where yeah. it comes from. They, interestingly, did not talk about Will Smith and, well, I mean, cursory, just over it, but they talked about how there's no best comedy at the Oscars. Yeah, that's weird, eh? Is that stupid. is crazy. How is there not a comedy category? That should be a legitimate category. Of course. Yeah. So fuck the Oscars. In the I mean, it's so always been years. fuck the Oscars. Yeah. It's yeah, not like all time? of a sudden Will Smith slapped Chris Rock and we're all Oscars fans. But it did put the Oscars back on the map. It was very interesting. I, it's not, it's look, not a great map to be Kamar, on. I, had, I will agree to that statement. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that Let me ask you this. Are you now, now going to watch the Oscars every year in hopes that yes, another... Yes, 100%. Someone... Who's slapping who next year? I personally Fair have enough. watched the Oscars every year just because I'm that guy. Yeah. And... Uh, I fell asleep for this, so I didn't even. I didn't even see Questlove win. What a chump! You Jackson. watch every year, and the one year where there's the nip slip, and you don't watch it. Yeah, I know for me, nuts. the the uh, highlight was when the deaf guy won, and he did his speech, and the guy translating broke down. <laughs> he started crying. Just, Couldn't even finish? No, I oh. think he inferred that this guy would be crying if he could. <laughs> it was just like. Well, what do you mean? Uh, he could cry. Deaf people can cry. Not what he's no, doing. No, they the, can't. Well, no, they could. <laughs> of course, you could cry, but it wasn't like. <laughs> I know, but why did he have to emote what the, the translator guy was, feeling? was so moved by the deaf that, guy winning? Okay, he Go, thank like, you. broke down. And thank you. Inferred his own emotion onto the speech. There but it was, was very powerful. I'm with um, you. They talked about the swimmer, of course. 
And until, just until the woman comes over to the man's side and dominates something, it's just, like, that is what is necessary, right? For it to be a non-issue. Well, I was watching the debate that got Destiny thrown off um, Twitch. <laughs> yeah. So it was subject matter. He's unsure. They they just throw you off. When they, when they, they don't tell you anything when they uh, ban you. He said, I believe it's because I said... Uh, that men shouldn't compete with women in sports. That's what he said he believes it was for, but he never got confirmation. But I'm sure he's suing them, like any millionaire would. Point being, someone in that discussion or debate, whatever you want to call it, uh, they made an interesting point that I never thought of. They were like, they said, you know, in the early days of sports, we didn't want to let black people in because we thought they were going to dominate. And sure enough. <laughs> they did. Ta-da. Yeah. Um, and I just thought I was like, you know, I never thought of that. It's I think it's a totally different argument. Um, but it was just interesting, that's all. Whatever the decision is, the these sporting governing bodies need to make a decision because people are if it ends up going the other way, if they decide one day that no, they're they can't compete and those are the rules. These girls who are competing right now, you can't go back in time to give them another shot to win their medal or whatever. They Do you know what I'm saying? So I just think no matter what, uh, they need to... And and look, these governing bodies, they don't usually have to make a lot of decisions, right? Like they usually sit on their hands doing nothing, so... This is probably going to be maybe a hot take, maybe not, but I would just let the free market sort it out. I would say, listen, you want to have a league where men compete against women in non-combat sports? Then fine, here's that league. And then here's the league where it's a women's league and a men's league, and we'll see which one does the best. I think that's the only solution. I mean, first of all, we know that the men's league will dominate because that's what's been happening for the last hundred years. Like women's sports don't. Because it's the addition of hormones that is under the guise like, well, this is what I need to be who I am. But it, either way, it affects you in sports where we don't allow that if you, if you stay your gender. So it's just, I mean, I, I don't know enough about it. Um, how I will many, say, oh, hold on, just in closing, I will say, if you watch that debate, it is pretty interesting. because The Destiny debate? Yeah, because there's a transgender person in the debate who openly says, like, yeah, I don't want there to be women's spaces. And it was pretty telling. You're like, because Destiny said, he's like, this is the perfect turf argument. You're making the perfect turf argument right now that all you're trying to do is not allow women to have a space. And this guy who is now trying to become a woman is like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. The other strange thing I heard is that uh, the transgender population in America is like one percent. Yes. So yes. it seems like it's a a, a lot of a lot of uh, changes in uh, stuff for a small minority. This should be an easier solution. Uh, imagine how many phone calls you would have taken without call ID. We came, we've come up through that generation of just looking at the phone and I wonder who it is. And then that magical day when that big Nortel box came in your house and showed a phone number and it maybe even a name. You guys ever listen on the phone with someone else? Like ask what someone thought of somebody thought of you say, you know, that old oh, trick. Oh yeah, that old trick. No, but my favorite was in, if you had a, a wireless phone back in the day, 
Sometimes you could pick up the signal of someone else using there. Yes, you wouldn't know who it was necessarily. One of your neighbors, though. Yeah, you could like, dude. I remember listening to a like whole a, conversation, yeah, an entire yeah. conversation. Yeah, so you'd fuck, always, fuck the NSA. you'd always hope that you'd hear a murder or something. You know? Yeah. Is that what you hope for? Well, like a Hardy Boys book. You know? Uh, maybe just a passionate couple just drop the phone and start humping or something. Yeah, I mean that's a, such a weird scenario. That's what we called it back then when yeah. it was impossible. I but, love that Kamar thinks the couple. So like, I'm going to be on the phone with you, and you're going to just start having sex, and I'm just going to stay on the, the line. Yeah, no, but you're just going to drop the phone like it's such right, passion, right beside her. No, but you're not on the phone with me. I'm hearing your call. You're on the phone with somebody else. You know? How yeah. I know how barbaric was it that we had like roaming charges and stuff. Like now there's yeah. there's so much Wi-Fi and you can use other apps. I had a friend who was in Mexico who's like, don't call me, don't message me. Just, I got Wi-Fi, do it through Instagram or whatever. Like there's so many WhatsApp, like pick your poison. There's some way to communicate us on cutting out Rogers, Bell, T-Mobile, whoever it is. But there was a time where you, when you left the country or whatever, you did turn off your phone or suffer the consequences that's why i love when someone you haven't seen in a while acts like dude where have you been like well i don't know i've been a living in the same city as you and b i have a phone facebook instagram what's it? like it's really easy to reach out <laughs> if, you really yeah, if you were really curious as to where i've been <laughs> yeah. i got about six million ways you could do I it i don't like, have their phone number doesn't watch yeah, that's anymore. what i'm saying There's like if you've got to contact me there is a way yeah dude someone i haven't spoke to in eight years wish me happy birthday you know what i mean like it's yeah it's a weird time to but i don't know and then joe this is actually when joe got excited about cyborgs and how the problem will be with the Neuralink and stuff. The haves will have access to it first. And we're just going to be in the same problem we have. It isn't like it's going to. It's actually going to um, make the problem way worse. Divide, yeah, because yeah. And Elon even acknowledges that. It's not even going to be money. It's going to be we could just destroy you. To a degree, it's untrue, actually. And hear me out. They're not going to be the ones they tested on. It's not the testing, it's the... No, but my point is they're going to have to put it... Who need the money not a couple. The do you think rich people are going to allow someone to put something in their head that hasn't been tested by like a shitload of people? A prisoner? That's no, they're going to be tested and then disposed of. That's okay, the, well, if you think that's the play, then fine. Well, what if they get tested on it and just figure... Did you... This is what I'm saying. What, to... if, what if the first person just Bradley Cooper limitlesses the whole oh, fucking thing? Go. Yeah. Well, it's a Pandora's box. It'll be interesting to open it. Um, they talked about bigger animals to geography. Like what did um, that sentence mean? No, nope, nothing made nothing. No sense at all. <laughs> bigger animals to geography. No, nope, I know. Still not. Says. Still not I'm there. I'm aware man. that's what your still note says. Yeah. Uh, Depending on where you are, a white-tailed deer in Canada is 300 pounds. A white-tailed deer in well, uh, it usually has to do with resources. Yeah. No, well, um colder climates the colder the climate well. geography well it, you're gonna have to survive winters so you're gonna put on a lot of extra weight like a polar bear or a grizzly bear as opposed to a black bear geography yeah yeah we Where got you are yes you can Location. say the word geography as many times as you want it doesn't make your sentence <laughs> make any sense it, no it's definitely not a complete sentence uh but he was just talking about how it, there's environmental adapt adaption no, that's not yeah, no, you got it. Adaption. Yeah, I don't think so. Adaptation. <laughs> Thank yeah, adaption's you. not a word. Uh, and so like three <laughs> weeks ago, it was 20 degrees here. Yeah. And I feel like collectively all our bodies are like, oh, here it comes. 
and it's been shit house since, <coughs> and it's felt almost <coughs> rougher than the winter was when there was snow. I, am I alone? No, it's you know what it feels like. It's it's a pump fake because it feels more like fall than spring, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So there's those days where you walk out at like four, and the sun is still, but it's like that brisk, like oh my god, the winter's coming, kind of cold, and that's. Whereas a spring cold is different. It's like a, like you said, like t-shirt, like, coming, okay, it's yeah, it's like a warm, like a warm breeze. I don't know. Not right now. And not this week as, as well, just as a tidbit. So after looking at the flat earth map, okay, the animals in the geography, mm-hmm. in, I'm breaking it down mm-hmm. for you, Kamar, in like at the top of the rise there at the edges, yeah. that's must be where like Bigfoot come from. And huge, I heard huge, massive animals, right? Like anything over there is going to be even bigger than a polar bear. It could be dinosaurs. Or bigger than a... I know, it's so annoying. Yeah, put it up. There you go, under. Yeah. Well, that's annoying too, man. Okay, I'll get um, you an extender this week. I'm so sorry, Simon. Don't, you don't have to be sorry. Uh, what was I saying? Come on. You were saying that I should be sorry. You could say on the edges, <laughs> on the edges where where there'd be larger animals like. Big oh fruit. right, the what's coming from the edges. All the women I talked to about uh, Will Smith, yeah. all believed in Bigfoot. That helps. I think women believe in Bigfoot more. Did than they also know. believe in flat Earth? No, no. They Are lo- you I lo- sure? I lost them there. Are I you lost sure? Them there. No, I'm able to to charismatically build the case of it. Oh, are you? Yeah, I am. build the case for us charismatically, please. We don't actually know. A handful of people have gone to space. If you can't see it, you can't believe it. Apparently, no one's traversed uh, Antarctica, and you cannot, no matter how much money you have. Why? I don't know. What about pilots? Pilots, I don't... They, they there's say, a no-fly zone over you, Antarctica. You're not, no, no, my point, though, is like you're pilots... You're not high enough. Pilots have flown... Everywhere but Antarctica. They've flown over the North Pole. You, they've you're seen. not high enough to actually see if it's a ball. They say... They say. Okay. And no, it, no, no, no. I, again, sure. I'm just... Don't help him. I'm not helping him. It could still be Sorry. around. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a sphere. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Say that again. Yeah, say that again. It could still be round like a pizza. Right. Like if you not, don't... If you're not high enough to actually see that it's three-dimensional Yeah, you map. see a curve, but it doesn't keep carrying. Well, because the curve is happening because apparently on this Water's map... Water's flat, bro. Hold on. But if you're... So just uh, hear me out here for one sec, okay? If I fly... Let's say along the equator, okay? So I fly from some point in South America on the equator. Yeah. I fly directly west. Yeah. And I land back where I landed. Yeah. Will I not see a horizon and the curve the whole way? Uh, No. No, you won't. Why will I not? And you should try to do that. But I'm asking you, why will I not? (laughs) You should try to to do do that. that. Why will I not see the curve the whole way? Because you're not high enough. Kamar, what was that map stop. called? Such an expanse. What was that map the Gleason called? Gleason map. Thank you. I'm pretty sure at 30,000 feet. Listen. Hey, I, I know I don't know. I don't think that's high enough. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a fucking scientist. Listen, again, if you're at the top of the burge, it Okay, forget the it. The burge. The burge. You think you're going to see that. But here, here's why this, um, according to them, would make sense, Matt. Is because it looks like you know what's funny is you this. always ask him to charismatically explain <laughs> and something and then you immediately jump yeah beautiful. it looks like this okay mm-hmm. that's round so you're no, saying it's a you're half still, do- it's a dome it's you're a half still, but you'd have to again Matt you'd have to do it yourself chart out that plane no, you'd have to as well, well 
Yes, yeah, of course. But fly and know you're staying straight and you end up right back where you started. So just out of curiosity, Kamar, because obviously you've given this a heck load of a lot of thought. Why why are they keeping it hidden from? Why do they care whether we're on a round earth or a flat earth? Black people can't hear the N word. Humans can't hear the flat word. It's it's uh, it, the flat earth is up there with uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. Take it to the grave. <laughs> Fake. <laughs> okay, but let's get back to real. They were talking about yeah, sorry, um, back to real <laughs> crazy athletes. What do you think would be the best hookup? To pro- produce like Shaquille O'Neal and Ronda Rousey, or LeBron James and Ronda, Ronda Rousey, Rousey or, sucks. Or um, are we trying to create Amanda a fighter? Nunes. Well, no, just you only named fighters so far, and Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, or Gronkowski. Like these, af- they're just crazy athletes, and I think NFL is crazier than um, MMA for athletes. For athletes, and impact like MMA, it's one fight, and whatever you get worked if you if you don't have good defensive skills every four months or whatever right in football like it's it's every week like somebody gets through a season without a crazy injury someone doesn't yeah but what do you think camp is uh fight fighting camp yeah well that's what practice is in football i i just yeah, think- i'm just saying is if you have three fights in a year and you're in camp the whole year and you're sparring the whole year. Also the way Joe breaks down, like having to judge what the other guy's going to do. Imagine all the time you're running, two guys coming at you, trying to catch the football. Oh, all, it, it, it really, it, he doesn't give the respect it deserves. And getting hit in the cold. One thing they said, Minnesota is a dome, so that's not a problem. Wasn't still, though. It wasn't, yeah. Well, we play here. Yeah, I know. And I can't imagine getting hit in the cold, what it feels like. Just uh, Why Green? Like Green Bay, it's insane. It's got to go dome. Well, everybody sure. should Chicago just have too. to play inside, period. Like, it, it should be even across the board. All those East Coast teams are just no, like I mean, listen, if you're, in, if you're in Tampa and you want to have a fucking outdoor stadium, that's fine. There's no reason that everyone should have a dome. Like, I don't see Right, it. but cold places but yeah, can't. Come on, if you're on the fucking... Yeah. The border of Canada and the U.S. You can't play football in fucking January. What are we it's, doing here? It's just crazy. Just to, I just think he 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 may even come around, but they're crazy. And there's athletes that eat McDonald's, like Chad Johnson and McDonald's Cincinnati. And that's sorry, Cincinnati's practice facility is outdoors. And that's when fans become fanatic because who the fuck wants to go watch a game when you're freezing your nuts off? It's miserable. It's miserable. Dude, in Green ah, Bay, Simon. Pops, you don't know how cold it is. No, you still know. In Green Bay, they're so fanatical that they show up early to help shovel off all the seats and like the, yeah, the entire. It's like nuts. That's, uh, well, that's, that keeps you warm, keeps the circulation I going. I guess, yeah. Again, nothing, nothing to me. No sport is worth. Do you think being there's two like individuals that could breed to make a super athlete? Nobody. Well, we know that, that they How about can Seren- look at Yao Venus Ming. Williams or Serena Williams and, I don't know, insert strong African-American football player. I like that. Eric Metcalf or Derek Metcalf or whatever his name is. DK Metcalf. DK the, Metcalf. The guy for, uh, yeah, for Seattle. Seattle. He's a beast. He says, you see it on McAfee? What? He eats one meal a day and four bags of candy. That guy's a fucking monster. And he's, they were saying he's the closest thing to uh, Calvin Johnson. Who is is McAfee on Barstool? No, he was. He, he got his start on Barstool. Well, he got his start in football. He defected and boom. 
I mean, he didn't defect. He left. He left on good terms. Yeah, yeah. Him and Dave are on speaking terms. It's not like a. But yeah, he started on barstool. I just think he became way too big. Don't Wait. fuck around with staff infections. Yeah, definitely. Don't go near buried prey. Joe was talking about how they shot something, and when yeah. they well, he wasn't there. I don't think, but when he got there, it was like. Joe always tells that secondhand Covered up with stuff for that. Well, meeting. nothing about that would be good. If it's other hunters who have found your shit, that's not good. Well, and if it's an animal, that ain't good either. There's going to be a bear coming at you. 13 breeds of dogs that can kill wolves. Crazy. I was looking at a bunch of them. And were any of them uh, also they're getting? They forgot to mention, too, those dogs wear these insane anti-wolf collars. Have you seen oh, those? Oh, uh, to protect them. Well, yeah, because yeah, so many wolves, are coming the at wolves them go at the for same the neck. time. So yeah. these, the dogs, these dogs have these massive spiked collars that they wear. Um, I've seen, dude, you can find a photo of it online. There's a photo of like three of these dogs resting, and they're just fucking covered in blood. Like around their neck is all bloody. They're bloody. It's Well, you can see some crazy like wolf dog fights, these um all sorts of different herd dogs. You can tell that Simon's wolves. YouTube is all slap fighting and like <laughs> Minx gets animal fights and fucking. Or now. Uh, they were talking about uh, pastors. Like It's so crazy. Like the Righteous, Rem jo- Righteous Gemstones is the best example of it. But I watched actually, I forgot to say this, how my week went, the Tammy Faye movie because she won Best Actress. Okay. It's very interesting. She still was sort of crazy, but she was, she, they, they were against gays, and she wasn't. She like embraced them, and, like she was like Christian about it. Like they're all God's children and stuff, and that sort of they used that to run them down. Because remember her and um, Jim, he was crazy, big glasses, and Tammy Faye. You don't remember them no. from our childhood? I know them. Yeah, the PTL. It's a, it's a really interesting story. Um, and now you got Joel Osteen. Like, he's just crazy. Creflo a dollar. The how are you stars. a fucking? How are you a preacher? And your last name is Dollar. It's a little on the nose. Eh? God wanted it that Come way. Come on, uh, that's my favorite too. God wants me to have a private jet. You need to donate now. That get the fuck out of here. They feel they're they're spreading the word of God, and they need the microphone. The guy's name is like Arthur C. Child Lover. It's crazy too that we pay tax in the U.S. and those guys don't. That you pay tax in the U.S.? Yeah, well, the three of us have to. We make money in the U.S. We well, pay... We've got to turn this into religion. Well, I guess we pay it here. You pay Canadian taxes. Yeah, I guess you yeah. pay everywhere. But that's because we have uh, an agreement with them, NAFTA. Otherwise, we would have to pay it. That is the, the cost of success, boys. Uh, they touch on Chris Rock. Don't marry a woman with a headshot. We've had that discussion before. You can't trust an actress. <laughs> which what? Real. Don't trust a woman with a headshot. An actress. And it doesn't work out well. Um, there's the famine mindset in comedy, which exists a lot more here. Well, in Canada? A lot less. Just yeah. competition and like, and Joe's just saying, it really is a revolution. Go on my podcast, this podcast. It really, like, it, there's a, even for club owners, for everyone, there's a, um, a famine mindset. But there really is an abundance. Like if you reach out there, there's people looking for shows. Maybe you need a car. Like even here, there are shows in Belleville. There's a lot going on. And everyone's just got to work together. But You don't think there's any... Um, nobody's trying to get ahead anymore. They're just... 
everyone there's is, so much work that it's for, like for fucking, comics it's possible but for club owners they're like ah i can't share and it'll be it'll be their demise uh metzger dunnigan praise do you guys watch that no like the, no one can get enough of it and i just never watch and i'm sure i know metzger's funny and i've seen them but i just don't follow them or like you say maybe i do follow them and it never comes up in my feed but they get praise every podcast almost Oh, Kyle Dunnigan has gotten so much fucking he, yardage out of Joe. He really must have screwed some exec over or whatever. Because you don't really like someone with his success. Like they say, how is this guy not on Sun Live or whatever for what he does? Who did he used to date? Sarah Silverman? I believe so. I believe so. It's a nice piece of ass. Uh, David Tell. One of the best. Legend. The best. And again, he just, I guess, doesn't play the game or something. Well, what game? Like, I don't think David Tell wanted to be an actor. But no, but he He's doesn't do... acted in plenty of things. He like. doesn't do theaters or even Master Square Garden. Like, he, But he is the best comic. But He's just a club comic. This is what I'm doing. He might just enjoy a club more. Yeah, I, I don't think he's, you know, afflicted with ambition. Yeah, he also might be one of those people who's like, if I have to book a club, I got to show up. Like, a, you know... You got to do, whereas he can just probably drop in anywhere he wants at any time and do a set. I mean, I think they probably did some pretty big shows for bumping mics. Yeah, but I think that was all a club. Yeah, he's just, he's the complete opposite of Burke Reicher. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll say that. Yeah, I don't think he has any interest in, uh, I don't think it's because he like missed the boat or something. I think if he really wanted to, he could have made himself into a, like a 15,000 seat arena comic. He could have if he if he I, desired. I think if he wanted to. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know anything about his inner desires, but it's almost like a, a legend. He's his, been in plenty of movies yep, and has, stuff. Has, like has, when you look at his, but he's um, usually in comedians' movies. Uh, yeah, I think someone reaches out like Dave. Yeah, Jeff, it's not, of course, and I'm I think help that's you. different. But yeah, that's just my opinion. All I'm he saying go is, for these roles. he's gotten his face out there yeah. enough that I think he could have translated that into his comedy career more. And I don't like Matt said, I don't think he gives a fuck. And no, I don't believe he does. They talked about it's uh, you know, a shame, but there's self censorship exists. Giannis had talked about some stuff as a podcast. Didn't even know. And the episodes got taken down. And people are literally, that's not self censorship. That's no, censorship. But, no, but people now are thinking like, what should I talk about? Oh no. Self censorship exists. Yeah, it does. It's, it, it, it's unfortunate. And I don't know if it's going to, Go away or not. I mean, it's also but good on. to like take a five second delay sometimes and think about what you're going to say, you know? Yeah, but I'm just curious. Like you act as though like that person is not then going out in the world and saying whatever they want. Just because you can't say it on your podcast is a little bit different. Yeah, it's just it's just unfortunate. It'd be cool if we just said whatever we wanted. Like who knows? We may be hurting ourselves by something we keep talking about. Well, I mean, again, like if you say fuck on YouTube, you automatically are going to lose like three quarters of the go. audience because they're not going to show go. that video to most people. So same thing like advertisers, depending on what your the content, but you know, ask Simon, Simon says that, um, tinfoil hat has like seven ads a week. So obviously advertisers don't really care. I think, I, and we think I talk about the next one or this one, but it's just like, I haven't heard any horror stories from any of the other sites that are say under the guys, uh, freedom platforms i also want to point out when people say that 
I've never, we've talked about this. I've never heard of Apple taking a podcast episode down, asking for a minute well, of a podcast. You know, Apple does not care. But about this is, podcast. but but this is my point: is like if you want to self censor yourself, you're doing it for money. Yes, yes. You can have your message out there. You're doing it for money for sure. But if you want your message out there, you might not be able to make any profit off of it. And that's a choice you have to make sometimes. That is a choice. And that's why it all comes back to being a farmer on somebody else's land. That guy who owns the land in the end makes the rules. Like you're still the farmer. You're the boss of your farm. But that's why it's interesting when people are like, oh, I don't want to get taken off Spotify. Like, dude, just go to Apple. Like it's not, it's not that, like if Spotify got in the business of taking podcasts down, they would quickly lose. No, it's just, it's extra dollars in your pocket and nobody wants to give up extra dollars. I understand. But if you have a true fan base, they're going to come and find you on another platform. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the most hilarious part. Like Joe, when Joe does decide that he has to make that shift to do his own thing. Yeah. It'll all work out the same for him. Maybe he loses some followers, but now he's not having to pay fucking anybody anything, you know? I always think there will be another, there'll be a, the next Joe Rogan. Well, there's always going to be some new something. Yeah, of course. You yeah. Know. It's not like what, podcasts what aren't going to die with Joe. I mean, Joe. it's not an MMA, like his complete complement of background, but. Well, Joe's also, what, 54, 55 years old? Like, how long do you listen to people before they become old? Well, I mean, he he's in a distinct position where he has a large enough listenership that will probably continue to listen to him well into his 60s. It's not like. Like we're in a shitty position where, you know, you guys are both about to be 50 and yeah, it's tough to get new listeners to get a bunch of people to, you know, you're not going to get a bunch of kids. And, and he may become like Don fucking Cherry. Yeah, he might. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just like yeah. turns a corner and stuff and that'd, that'd be a shame. But. but Don Cherry is an example of someone who, like Simon said, like if Don Cherry had started a podcast when podcasting started, he would still have a successful podcast. He could, he could probably do it now. He, he probably could, but my point is, is like he got taken off of CBC and everyone acted like that was the end of the world. Like he could have started anything he wanted. You know what I mean? There was enough avenues for Don Cherry to. Wow. Don, uh, Joe though has answered because he's already on that platform. Like yeah, had he years ago gone down that road of going corporate, made a horrible decision, sure. changed everything. He probably would have been fired by now or. Yeah, we also know, though, that Spotify dumped so much money into him that they're not about to take down shit. They're also not about to tell him how to do his business, so he's not he's not worried about any of that well, shit. Well, he says if it gets too big, he'll quit, well, as I he think, said in the Josh Barnett. Yeah, I don't buy that. But. Uh, yeah, that's all I have for uh, Giannis. Um, I thought uh, I always like him. He says he's moving to Austin as soon as the club opens up. Yeah. I don't know if I actually believe that because he's got a family and stuff, but. It sounds like it's really popping off down there, and Joe's having a great time. And listen, if I had the money and a passport, I'd move to Texas. You don't have a passport? No, oh, I meant oh, like the, a U.S. passport. Yes, oh, I have a passport. Come on, yeah. need some more Patreons. Uh, rate it. <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me, I'm dying. It's the pot. Uh, I give it a. Uh, I don't know, a two and a half. I give it a three and a half. I give it a three. There we go. I know, Kamar. Sorry, I just didn't. This week didn't tickle my fancy at all. I just no whatever. worries. Uh, finish off uh, with eighteen hundred. Gavin De Becker. It's crazy when I saw that number eighteen hundred. Even I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" 
This guy's, this guy's done a lot of podcasts. Leading authority on the prediction and management of violence. Three-time presidential appointee. Definitely the Forrest Gump of security. <laughs> How he just fumbled into Elizabeth yeah, Taylor. Fell into Richard all Burton, this fucking... The alcoholic. And like probably should have gotten fired 10 times, but because he was an alcoholic, like just couldn't pull the trigger or forgot or... Yeah, he read his diary. He said, fire fucking yeah, Gavin. Gotta fire this guy as soon as we get back to New York. Did Kamara actually make that joke? What joke? Yeah, at the beginning of the episode. That act- that made it in? Yeah. Did it? Maybe it was I the don't first know. cut. That's oh, that's possible. Um, He had the violent... He had a violent... I don't know I'm laughing. A violent childhood His where he goes... Mo- yeah. Yeah, my mom shot my dad. He's like, oh, your dad was a bad dude. He's like, no, no. It was actually really, stepdad. My stepdad. My mom killed my stepdad. He's like, your stepdad was a bad guy. I said, no, actually, quite a nice guy. My mom, my mom was, was a psycho. Guy. Yeah. She died of a heroin overdose. So he he had such shock at a young age, nothing phased him. And so he, I'm sure, is what many handlers in Hollywood are based off of. He, from a young age, was able to handle egos. He's the Manchurian candidate without having to be uh, Manchurianized. We're, we're not sure, like, he's not a bodyguard. He's, he's a consultant. He's know, what, you know what Kevin Costner's bodyguard was based on. Did you know that? You know in Ozark? You're how just he... saying that. No. I said that. What? It's true. Okay. This no, it's not true. No, of course it's not true. Did you say that, Kamara? No, I, oh. I was implying that. You know in Ozark, the uh, ginger guy, the rich dude that they have to go see to open the casino? Yeah. That bald guy, his handler. That's what this guy is. Uh-huh. Totally. Just someone who knows every, you know, like just has all the details. But can handle egos. Yeah, I got you. And that's why he was so able to handle Joe in this uh, podcast. He went to Beverly Hills High School, 90212. And he told a funny story about like um, he totally fucked up and didn't do the job. And Elizabeth Taylor went back to him and was like, I really like what you did there by giving us her space. Yeah, this guy's just fallen into everything. Like <laughs> He thought he was going to get fired. No qualifications. This is just a, a story all this time. It just, it's funny, though, because it feels like, and I'm probably wrong. I bet these stories are still out there a dime a dozen. You just won't hear about them for a long time. But, like, it just felt like so many stories in, like, the early, like, the 20s, 30s, 40s. People just, like, walked into Hollywood execs office and was just like, I think I'm made for Hollywood. And they were like, I like the, I like, your boxy, gu- I like your gusto. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the next thing you know, you're at the Oscars in two years. And I don't, I, I feel like that does still happen. Like I said, you just won't hear that story, I guess for 20 years, but I think there's something wrong about reading someone's diary when they're alive, unless they give it to you and ask you to. Yeah. This guy had a bunch of, I read their diary stories. Like it felt like he was like, well, this is part of my job. Bit reading of a their diaries. Right. And I forget who it was, but someone made a joke about uh, Anna Frank. And everyone goes, whoa, whoa. It's like, hey, whoa. Frank? Anna Frank. Anna Frank. Anna Frank, whatever. He's Sorry, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys are the ones who read her diary. I'm just making a joke. Like, where's the invasion of privacy? It's Respect. like the modern pop singer. Yeah. Anna Frank. Cousin of Anne Frank. Uh, he detailed how fame is unnatural. Like, it's a, he described it as a uniform or something. Like, you, you, you don't go through an actual transformation. That's what he's observed through years of dealing with famous people. I feel yeah. like you do, though. Famous people are weird. 
Well, like he said, uh, the Beatles are the only people who didn't experience the Beatles. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. But I also, but that's such a weird statement because no one experienced the Beatles more than the Beatles. But from the the other side, just like Elvis didn't know what it's like to have another person on the planet that he thought was a superstar. Yeah, I understand. Well, the Beatles would have. The Beatles were jealous of all sorts of bands. The Beach Boys, right? That was the whole thing. Or or um, the other way around, I guess. But No, uh, I mean, but they made a record and they were like, holy shit, they did that. Now we have to respond with uh, Sgt. Pepper's. Pet Shop Sounds, was that the one? I think because we weren't uh, around to actually feel how palpable the Beatle mania was or whatever. But then Jamie sort of, Joe said, well, Jamie said something recently that we are the only ones who don't experience the Joe Rogan experience. It was a bit of a meta moment. My whole point, though, was like, if you were to speak to someone who was like, I am the foremost expert on the Beatles, they would like roll through a laundry list of, well, I've seen this footage that no one's ever seen. And I've seen, you know what I mean? And if you ask the Beatles, they'd be like, well, we were just there for all that. Yeah. So if they even remembered. Sure, but you could use that for anyone. Like, even the biggest Beatles fan might not remember every single... Like, that's my point. Well, none of us get to experience how we affect anybody else, right? Like, the same statement you made about the Beatles. What was it? But they... they the Beatles were the only people who didn't experience Beatlemania. Yeah, like, you're the only person who won't experience Kamar. Yeah, but I mean, if I was super famous, that makes more sense, but yeah. No, but just in general, like, you know, we all experience, uh, experience you. on a regular basis. You guys experience me a bit. You know what it's like to be me. Um, um, I don't know what it's like to be you at all. You're saying it's interesting, like it isn't. It isn't the person says, I'm going to kill this person. They do sort of more weird stuff just in the in the um what he was saying is the stalkers or whatnot. Yes. When people threaten violence, they almost never go through with it. And so he's he's just on that tip of like this comes in and he comes in and calms people down. Well his point was what was it? It was a lot of people that died from domestic abuse were afraid of terrorism. Yes. And he actually uh, well we'll get to this in a second. Then he talked about the uh he had to pick up or learn about uh, Pegasus. Yeah. Which is just scary as hell now. So there, it, it, at one point, it was you had to click on the link or at least open the message. Now if they have your phone number. They have your phone. And he, and the way he said, well, most people can't afford it. Yeah, well, how does Jeff Bezos... Nobody can afford it. Well, the sheik can afford it. No, I know. You have to be as rich as a country to be able to afford it. How, like, but uh, but how are you Jeff Bezos rich and you don't have some sort of wildly encrypted cell phone? It's this Israeli company. I'm sure you could email them and say, I want to buy Pegasus. And they say, okay, $40 million. Whatever. Oh, no, you can buy Pegasus. But it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. You email them and say, I'd like to purchase Pegasus. And they're like, just open this link on your phone. We, we got you, buddy. If you're asking to purchase Pegasus, you You've already, already yeah, can't yeah. You purchase are, No, Pegasus. it's already on your phone. And it's interesting how he said, it's like, they they are your phone now. That's how it works. Yeah. It's not, so anything you do, doesn't matter if it's signal or this, they're in there. Yeah, all those rights you believe you have, you don't have them. You're a prisoner and you're a willing prisoner and you don't even know it. What's crazy, though, is that you don't even have to open anything. No, and I'm sure Pegasus, too, yeah. Pegasus is up there and it's just, they don't even need your phone number. They're just like, you know, point on one of the cell phones down there. And, and if you have that, it's done. why don't you use it? Like, it's, they do it's use scary. it. 
but just for their own, like, see that cute girl walking there, but she's got nudes in her phone or something. Like, well, I don't think that's what like Mossad is worried about. I'm sure when they're bored on weekends, they're using it. I mean, maybe it's just just it's, for it's kicks. Just, it's, it's Friday the at five. They're like, all right, guys, all right, it's we're bored off. all time. Yeah. <laughs> And there's just a battle of, of hackers fighting back against it. Like, yeah, white, white if you're in Mossad, you don't just go right to uh, Pornhub. You go into somebody else's Pornhub. You go into the actual, just, yeah, you have, it's like, the only way you can get your kicks. I have a cloud of this. Uh, he dated <laughs> fake funny. news back to 1674. There so it was a Donald Trump. But I mean, again, I think you could date fake news back way further than that. Some asshole in the town square, just like it's flooding. Well, yeah. it was a person who repeats it would be the first. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Uh, but he he did mention that there is right now a weaker theme, a monolithic media. It's yeah. just strange that they all concur on stories that doesn't it shouldn't be that way. And he's been around. Like it's funny how he's mentioned he worked for Reagan. Yeah, and everyone hated Reagan at that time. Or who's this Hollywood guy coming in? And now Reagan is like, well, for the right, he's their poster revere. Boy, yeah. Just and he was too old for the job at the time, and younger than these guys are now. He was terrible. He was terrible. Uh, the government tells you what should scare you, and then tells you they're the only solution. He was saying that's a story all the time. It's more like the government. Tells you what to be afraid of, and then they scare you with just that thing. But also say, if you want help out of this, we're the best best shot you have. I mean, the um, uh, the COVID talk, pharma, advertising, we don't see that here. No. Because we're one of those countries where that isn't. No, the but that's a weird that thing. That we do see that here. Because we get American television. We get American ads, So that's yeah. the weird thing is like. But we can't buy those drugs. I mean, I'm sure. Sh- I don't know about that. They're different in Canada. Okay, but yeah. the point is, you could like you could still see an ad for one of those yeah, drugs yeah, yeah, and go you into can. your doctor yeah. and be like, and is there say, a why can't I get Salaxel uh, or whatever yeah. the fuck it is? And he'll be like, well, we have this version of it. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if they would because we're. But that was the interesting thing when Joe said it. Is I was like, well, we actually do to a degree get like I see a ton of. If you watch Fox, you see a ton of fucking catheter ads. Oh, it it, it doesn't matter if we're right or left. But you see how like that this is one of those things where it's inherently wrong. Like you explained to me the argument that the US is the only one who has it right on letting pharma companies to advertise on television. It's it's they're a capitalist country. It's obviously wrong though. You know what I mean? They shouldn't have that the same way there shouldn't be private prisons, Matt. This is just an inherently wrong... I agree. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, telling yeah, you, yeah. they use the argument of capitalism. The fact that they'll never they change it because this is what, you know, we agreed to. Like, that's a problem, man. That, it, it, that shouldn't be the case. Be Pharma or Exxon Valdez or Saudi Arabia. That's what they have advertised for, whoever has the pockets. But he said it, it's crazy that people somehow, after all we've been through, still will have faith in Pharma. Pharma also, does do good things. Has, he, yeah, said he, he said it. Like, I was just going to say, he, he said, has faith in pharma. He said he had pharma, but blind faith almost like, it, it shouldn't be crazy to question pharma. No, you're absolutely right. It shouldn't be crazy to question pharma. And After the, all, and the fact that they want 50 years to give up that information, like it's they're. It's, it's a little funky. It smells a little stinky. It smells so stinky. It smells so stinky. It's. Uh, that's really disconcerting, actually. 
the fact that that was what they wanted to do. Well, what's crazy is that the people in charge didn't immediately say, no, go fuck yourself. And now not only do you not have immunity, but we want you to open up everything. Well, we it, want just, to see everything. it just goes to show you they are one in the yeah, same. No, I've been saying that the whole time, right? Your governments and Big Pharma, are the, they're hand in hand. And especially in the States where it's all tied into advertising and shit. Like, it's so dirty and, um, like, contaminated. Well, I don't know if they get subsidies, because I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. From the government. Well, Operation Warp Speed. They most, must get subsidies most here. Most massive corporations get subsidies in the States, so I can't see why Big Pharma would be any different. Like, we're no different. We... The only difference is our government makes deals with them without us knowing. You, you well, know all of I'm ours saying? is subsidized. No, I know, but like our government still does deals with all these giant pharma companies yeah. to give you free drugs. Yeah. Well, we have rules in place. Like they're nothing's, still getting paid. No. Yeah, but it's because they have insurance companies. Yeah, but that's the difference, Kamar. They, we have one less middleman up here. They have insurance companies up there that are making sure that the price of fucking everything is insane. Like pharma bro. What's his fucking name? But then uh, you have people like uh, Mark Cuban has opened up his own. He does have all the drugs on it, but at a discount rate. There's uh, Mark Cuban has opened up a far online, online pharmacy. pharmacy. Really? Um, Where do they? So they what? Like import those drugs from? Oh, they all. I'm sure it's be, all generic drugs. Yeah, exactly what he said. Right. So if you're producing them on mass, you can <laughs> just do it for a lot cheaper. He said. In his experience, who's ever in charge rarely, rarely surrenders power. It's just not a, it's not a thing that you do. Like you've got the momentum, you keep it. You know, we've had enough. Who gives up power, right? When you think about it, like even if you have, even if you do decide that it's time for you to go, you give it to somebody in your party. Examples are or rare to somebody related to you in the olden days, right? Like with kings, yeah. You never give up power, ever, ever, ever. And, and you'd be crazy to because the people you're giving up power to are the same people you've been oppressing or been in charge of, not necessarily oppressing, but right, there's always going to be a certain amount of resentment top to bottom. The system has some issues. Yeah, I mean, it begs the question, though, like if, and this has never happened, but like if a U.S. president came along and for eight years had like a 90% approval rating, you know what I mean? Are you doing yourself a disservice at that you, point? There by, could be some sort of motion to extend. Well, this is my the, point. Is like uh, Even though the, listen, the rules say you can I realize that the odds of that happening are fucking zero. But I'm just saying, let's live in this utopian world for two seconds where someone comes along who appeases both sides, who fixes homelessness, unemployment. You know what I mean? Like they just across the gauntlet figure it all out. It's a shame that after eight years. But I mean, it's, again, I think it's I disagree. I think that's one of those things they got right. Like no, listen, in their stupidness, they got this. I don't think it was stupid. I think it was smart because no, they sm know that no one's ever going to do what I just said. Human nature is just thus that Not after a certain amount of years, power corrupts, you know, and they probably yes, just know that to did. be eight, eight years power corrupts. Well, that's what bothers people. But what Trudeau just did a bit. What was that? Calling the election. No, calling the election was one thing, but then winning the minority and then um, partnering up with NDP saying it, there would be an election sooner than three years from now. Mm -hmm. Probably. 
has got enough time to. Now, can a Canadian I mean, prime minister a, stay in power though. as long as they want? Yes. Forever. Forever and ever. Yes. We could have the same prime minister for 100 Correct. years. Yes. But like, does, do you think he wants to or does he want a springboard? Again, though, Simon, the a idea. springboard to what? Kamar world a dominator? UN, a UN position <laughs> or something. But Simon, we still have elections. So that person still has to be yeah, popularly yeah. voted no, no, in. For oh. sure. But theoretically. Like if, Stephen Harper was president, uh, prime minister for what? 12 years? 11 and a half or something. Wow. Yeah. How about that? His dad was prime minister, I think, for 20 years. Trudeau? Trudeau was prime minister, then wasn't, and then came back, right? I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Yeah. Uh, one of the things he talked about. Really? Yeah. It's like the fucking naming both teams the Rough Riders. Uh, we just don't have enough politicians in Canada that we can't have a different prime minister well, every people, time. No, I just like think the he leader came back and back. was like, yeah. He was popular. For sure. Uh, one I of the can't wait till Trump gets reelected. One of the things he had a special interest in COVID is that he got brought in by setup. He's like, what the hell's actually going on here? He got brought in by what? Sorry, who? He br he got brought in by celebrities who the, the new the government's saying this, the news is saying this, but you know what's going on. He he had to do all the research into COVID to figure stuff out to come in try to break down because he assessed threats to people at risk and people said, I, I want on the straight dope. And um, and he, he said, unless you're over 80, you're fine. He, and he, the other thing he said where they got in a fight is he said, it's interesting that there weren't tests till a year and a half in. And I was just thinking about that test I just took was so helpful. And Joe was like, well, well, you know, what if all the people that got those tests early didn't do them correctly and got this fault? Like that didn't wash with me. I think we all agreed those tests would have been great. A year ago. Unless they're totally useless. Unless they're picking up like the flu as Corona. But we're talking about the $40 antigen tests. Sure. We shove it right up. You got a mix of the tube. We just talked about the other week. Yeah, yeah. Those should have been available right from we the start. It would have changed this whole thing. You don't think that a lot of people are irresponsible and could fuck it up and have a... I think for the amount of people that are irresponsible and fuck it up... There were way more people who had no idea if they were sick or not. It weren't being malicious, just legitimately were a carrier that weren't showing symptoms. I think he was correct in his assessment that the government took a monopoly over testing in the beginning to keep a narrative going. A monopoly? Uh, or did I they just really... not exist? The only reason no, I didn't... No, that changes everything. Kamar. That changes everything. Right? Like it, I don't know how readily available they were. He sort of seemed to think these were out there, but they, they wanted it to be a controlled testing environment. I feel like in again, in a capitalist society, what company wouldn't immediately want to get out unless the government didn't let them. I just don't buy that. I, I feel like it's more an I feel it's more an issue of um figuring out how to package it in a cost effective way. Like have you done the, the new tests that you get yeah. at shoppers for free? Yeah. Like it, you know, I, I can't imagine that putting that all together, like the, the, you know, figuring out just the slightest amount. Again, we're talking uh, about again, we're just three dummies. So that I'm just saying we're three dummies who have never manufactured anything. I, I think uh, figuring out a new product that tests, uh, antigens and getting it out in like a year, a year and a half seems somewhat reasonable to me just as the layman. I'm not, and this guy was ready for Joe's pushback because he's able to deal with yeah, sure. uh, egos and diffuse the situation. I don't think it was Joe's ego. Joe was honestly asking. That was a legitimate question. I think there was a time when Joe was up for everyone to have tests. Like, why are there rapid tests? I had tests right. 
Yeah, right but Joe, away. hold on. But Joe was asking the right question. If early on they were like, we don't want people just at home. Because again, a lot of people didn't even believe in COVID. So a lot of people would have said, I took a $40 test and I'm clean. I'm coming back to work. Yeah. Joe could be right. Joe could be wrong. I just, I thought it, he was like, I think it's wise that they only had uh, limited control on who tested. And I disagree with that. I, I think those tests should have been out if they're available as soon as possible. If they're not, that's a whole different story. I don't have a pot to piss in. Um, I also think the tests became readily available because they quickly realized they were like, this thing is nowhere near a pandemic. Like it's not as bad as we thought it was. Because early on... To anyone who died, it's as bad as they thought Yeah, I get it. But I'm saying, Kamar, early on, if you think it's going to be a full-blown, like, bodies piling up in the streets pandemic, then you definitely want to make sure the testing is as accurate and done in a real medical facility as possible. And then once you realize that it's the flu, you let people do it at home twice a day. Well, would you? Because why do you want people even out and about at that point? Wouldn't you be better off just having everybody at home? We didn't like that. What do you mean? I mean, we weren't too happy about that as a society. Oh, I, yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> we didn't yeah. take too well to but, that. But again, we were all happy to do that when we thought it was going to, you know, when we were having to clean our groceries and stuff. But that, Nobody was complaining about being You blame the media on home. that. There could have been a more balanced uh, imparting of information rather than, like, they, they were just, let's cover all the bases even if it's not no I, I think at the beginning you have to err on the side of caution i've said this a million times like the government's reaction has to be to look out for his citizens and to do that you, if you don't know like if you don't know if outside is um gonna our, kill everybody you have to keep your citizens safe our, but our fellow said that the news admitted that it took the scariest way to present COVID information. Okay, but Kamar, but this guy also used an opposite example earlier when he was talking about Japan. He was like, they didn't raise the thing because they didn't want to alarm people. But in this case, all they did was alarm people. So I'm... Yeah, Japan's a different culture. That They had different lockdowns. I, I, I... I'm just saying, is I, I'm with Simon in the sense that like, if you actually thought, and let's give them the benefit of the doubt that this thing might be a kill 10% of the population pandemic, shouldn't we err on the side of caution? If it's unavoidable, I don't know. We, we, again, I mean, listen, we'll you've been heard immunity years, from the start. How much so. we fucked up or well, no, but that was the whole thing. At the beginning, it was always, you have to look out for the old and the young. Like, these are the vulnerable people. That's why you did everything. You know what I mean? They erred on the side and of caution. And now we know where we were And on. now once they know, then they change course. That's not what we're arguing about. I'm talking about at the beginning. Like, when they were not giving us tests. That was the original argument, right? Like, they have to err on the side of caution there. And that would be, I guess, the only argument about those tests is that you're going to get so many... Like, look, if you don't shove that thing up far enough, you just don't get the reading you need. If um, a lot of people don't like that feeling, granted, it sucks. You know what I mean? So if you're like but a... But now we're at the point where we're accepting that it is... it is People are good enough to do it, so I don't know what changed. I, I think it was just the availability, changed. that's all. Exactly. I, I still stick Th by that, that. That is such a thing. If the, if, the, if the tests were withheld, it's one thing. If they're not, then it's just... Well, we only really got the tests for Omicron. And I think that's because 
I think they saw that it wasn't very deadly, so let them do whatever they want now. We you can know think I mean? all we want. We don't know. It's then. Um, <laughs> yes, agreed. but I don't think he does either. No, he again. He was just, I, very even. Killed. No, I get it. But Kamar, my point was like when this guy was speaking. Um, again, he was just hypothesizing. And remember, he doesn't know shit for shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't even go to a college. Um, he has a master class in uh, risk assessment of th- accurate assessment of threat, which is free, which is very interesting because he's rich. Well, uh, that, that's the last <laughs> line. That's the last line. Um, but then he talks about how he has one course where women go and uh, are able to just beat the shit of a guy in a pattern. It's like, well, that's that's irresp- like Joe. That was crazy. I don't think anyone <laughs> takes one class of anything goes you know what bring on all takers no but that would be a problem i totally see joe's point but that's not how those things work you know and to boot any any help is better than no help i think everyone should pay to get punched in the face in a good control situation just so you know what that should and that's what he started like it's just to put someone into that situation experience with them more and he had a, and no people don't understand what takes the people don't understand the use of force it's like no they don't but if they experience it then they know a bit more of insight and he ended up going at one point going well it's, it's a six week class is that okay well well if it's six weeks like maybe that's maybe that's all right he and you're like joe you change your mind I, I i thought he gave a master class in talking a celebrity who does agree with him down off a thing because obviously any experience is good you it's so funny the reading into stuff that you do versus like when i listen to this i didn't get, i just didn't get that vibe that i know you like bought into this guy completely because oh, yeah. of his like oh, past yeah. and everything but i just wasn't like oh look at this guy take joe down this celebrity he's so even like i don't know i he, i thought he handled well at one point i don't you'll if you i don't even know when it happened but he was like and um there's you who's admitted that they have never been to one of those classes and me who's ran i don't know 17,000 hours of yeah. them he did it so yeah. like um expertly yes because yeah. that's all he does is deal with is rich stupid idiots uh, that's not what I'm joe not is no 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 i'm not part. saying that's what joe is i'm saying like liza minnelli's and you know she has to convince these uber rich people to see things his way but one of the things i was thinking is uh someone who, because he said there's two types of predators. There's persuasion, which is something like 90%, 90% yeah. try to wheel and deal you or whatever, and then 2% attack. I no, thought it was 90-10. It was 98-2. That's what I wrote down, but Jesus. It, numbers could be skewed. Okay. But it's still 100% of the 2% aren't these experienced physical killers. Do you know what I mean? Like Joe assumes anyone who attacks someone is going to know jujitsu. Is, is experienced, so you you're dealing with the unknown. But just knowing to fucking kick the knee, kick like know to try to kick the knee, whether you have it all lead up. And well, that's work. what that's what I was thinking when Joe was saying that. Like, look, I'm a terrible fighter, okay. But if like Kamara is in front of me and he wants to do harm to me, and I just like jump onto his leg. Even if I have terrible, like, whatever, I might, like, snap his knee in half. You, you know what I mean? Like, just by pure sheer you luck. Know, you're aware of vulnerabilities. First of all, all these self-defense classes, the first thing they teach you is run. Yeah. He said that, too. I know, but he I'm just saying too. is, like, 
Joe, at the base level, like it's teaching people that in a high stress situation, if you can, the first thing you need to do is just get the fuck out of there. Get out of there. But uh, if they are teaching women, like you should drop onto your back, that seems crazy. How can you run away if you're on your back? I think they're saying on your back, you're at the point where there is no escape. Like you're. That was probably something Joe got from McDojo Life and brought it into this, but. Maybe. He, he was saying, no, there must be some truth to it because he said, because women have stronger legs mm -hmm. and that's they can give a bigger upkick, which we've seen is useful. But I mean, you just flail and run for your life. Um, oh, just eh? He did. He did. I thought he changed Joe's mind. And he said, see, see how reasonable you are, Joe. And all these. He just he just was amazing. See, what bothered me was this guy. Like, it felt like this guy was a Joe Rogan listener 101 because he was just. He, he does his research. He probably was doing. I don't think he had ever listened to a Rogan yep. episode. He did all his research before he went in to no, meet Rogan. He is a huge company. This was a master class on being on a podcast. I need I need Cole's notes was. of the last twenty episodes of Joe Rogan. Yeah, I'll read exactly. him on the private jet. He 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 talked about how he's a jet where they put someone on and just fucking Kamar fill it with smoke. It's like get out. I couldn't agree with you more. It happened like this. He got on his private jet that morning. Yep. His assistant passed him a dossier on Joe Rogan, and he spent the plane ride getting yep. totally up yep. to speed yep. on uh, his his uh, what mark? I don't. It's necessarily a mark. I mean, he was selling a book as well, but he offered the masterclass for free <laughs> because he's rich, and he can do that. <laughs> That's the big line at the end. Anyways, um, yeah, no, I think this guy was like a master manipulator. He mentioned that, that his issue with mandates is that mandates lead to more mandates. Yes. And as we still have the federal mandates here, we're they're on the clock, right? Yeah. Well, va the vaccine and the mandates have gotten mixed up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you still can't travel. Anti-mandate and anti-vaccine are not even close to the same thing. This is, they this is be, what, yeah. They have to be separated, is, but they're yeah. not right now. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and who's doing that misinformation? Is it on purpose or is it... Uh... Well, do This is just the perfect example of relinquish, relinquishing a power. We say they never do it, and we're, we're, we're waiting for them to do it. So what exactly are we waiting on, though? To drop the uh, railway and the uh, flight... Vaccinations. I don't know what other uh, you better ones are. You mandates, still need mandates, a vax mandates. passport to get on a plane or a train or a train. Yes, to go to Belleville on a train. You yeah, be vaccinated. Okay, pretty ridiculous. It's just their jurisdiction, and of course, there's probably the truckers over the border. And what but is America does the same thing? I what is the rationale it. to that when every province is now open for business? What's the it's rationale? Power. It's, power. Of it's, it's power in country flights and trains with a, a vax positive. The weirdest no, there just is on. no sense to it, right? The weirdest flex is like, I could draw, like, let's say I'm unvaxxed. I can drive out to BC right now. I can cough on everyone. Yeah, or but to they, Toronto They or just want to make it difficult for you to go and do that, which is a weird flex. So the, just to keep people from moving around. individual doesn't pose any more danger than a vax individual who's coming out of a house full of COVID. Yeah, I agree. To spread it or whatever, right? So it's it just doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It uh, uh, agreed. So also, I hate to be that guy in the room, and this is going to get us that sweet little blue bar. Well, but we have that already. Thirty-five thousand people in two years. Yeah, yeah, and seventy percent of them he referenced were in old age homes in Canada. But again, that just means that we did a good job. That's seventy percent, or, or we did a horrible job.
Well, no, according to like numbers of the same size in like, let's say Florida, we did a really fucking bang up job. Well, we got 90% vaccinated or something like that. So, uh, he, then they talked about more self-defense. That's assuming that the vax was a good idea, right? Matt? Fine. Then maybe it was the rail and airway lockdown. Like, I don't know. Pick your fucking poison. I don't give a shit. I hate COVID. Don't say poison. (laughs) You talk about uh, guns to protect yourself. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, if if you have a gun and someone's at you at the foot of your bed, it's not going to really help you. If you hear someone knock downstairs and, and Joe did it, she was like, there was a woman that was who thought her asthma inhaler and shot herself in the head. Well, it must have been in the mouth because so it was her asthma inhaler. He was like, no, it actually did. Come on. Yeah. It must have been right in the mouth. I, it made just think about especially us with no gun culture at all with us is not a good thing to have a gun underneath your no. pillow. <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys, my sister's house got shot up in a drive-by. What? What? Like a month ago. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Hey, hey, that week was a month ago. That's sorry. Now. My bad. Yeah. In Ottawa. On Albion. Yeah. Do you have photos of like the, no, were they aiming for their neighbor? Their house? Jody was telling me their neighbors were like drug dealers. And I guess there was some sort of altercation the night before and the cops were called. And then the next night, Jody woke up to gunshots and I guess the cops. Targeted? Yeah, at at their neighbors, yeah. Oh, they were just, no, their Their house got hit as like a, because no one can aim in a fucking drive-by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. In Ottawa, huh? Crazy, I know. It's a crazy city, man. We out here. Um, (laughs) Informed consent is all information. What? About everything, like we, we were talking about the seventy-five year ban or whatever. He just established what informed consent is. Seventy-five year ban. Sorry, on the test results or whatever. Oh, but, the fifty years they were. Or like we've said at the beginning, like we've got these models. If you saw these models, you'd be freaking out. Don't worry. Like we should all have seen those models. What these decisions? I've always said maybe it'd be too expensive, but they should have given us all the information. And we have uh, six weeks to decide if we're going to go this road with these, these lockdowns or or something. We all decide as a because it's unelected officials who are making the decisions, whereas an elected official makes a decision thinking about the votes connected to it. Yeah. Okay. It worked out well. We're all still here. Um. But 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 with uh, Facebook and these companies are censoring information like they're not providing the information for people to think they are making informed consent whether it be the uh he talked about the laptop around election time just like who are these to to decide black people can't hear the n-word people can't hear these things there's certain companies and i said as big as the earth a couple weeks ago in that more people are on these platforms that make decisions of what the truth is than there were on the planet when the church had this power. And that's egregious. This is an egregious. We're not all playing with the same facts. Sorry. Sorry. Go back to the church thing for what were you saying? Remember I said the church was saying the, the planet is the center of the universe. Okay. And then I said the cover up of the Biden thing (laughs) as as big as the church covering up the center or universe. Like that's just insane. It is insane. But it, it, it isn't. If you look at the, like the influence of truth is, was just the church back then and say there was a billion people on the planet. But now we know there's more people on um, 
social media than believe in religion or at least Christianity. I think that was exactly except that they had a bigger ability to actually like sway anybody to do anything. Of course, because there were less people. Of of course. I'm not. That was just where I tried to draw a weak analogy. Well, uh, look, I'll go here with you. I'll go here with you. If the hunt and biter laptop is real and not Israel is true. Yeah. And it was kept from the people uh-huh. that definitely influenced the election, uh-huh. period, uh-huh. that that did. Mm-hmm. People would have looked at Joe Biden differently if his son was accused of whatever the fuck. I don't even know what was in there. The point there. was his son was accused. It was was accused at the time. And they actually, you couldn't share the story. I, I'm saying here, if, the, if CNN and all of those had reported on it uh-huh. and it had been put out there for the people to decide Trump like could be president. Trump being peed on or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Russia gate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he would have won Kamar. I just know Biden would, wouldn't have won. Mm-hmm. So we would have a different, they would have had to have gone in a different direction. They would have had to abandon Biden and push somebody else forward. What are you talking and, about? It was four days before the election. It was four days before the how election. Do you, the how do you get a new story was? They just got suppressed by everyone. Well, the Hunter Biden laptop thing was like literally five days before the election. And the guy who was tur- it that close? I, I don't know that, but it works it, for me. It was that close. Yes. Yeah. And it, the guy listen, who turned it in his let's say it was a month. Life. Let's say it was a month. Simon, does that give you enough time to get another candidate? No. The- no, it it doesn't. But okay, fine, whatever. I'll take that part. I'll walk back on that. It still changes the election. People still won't vote for Biden at that point. Simon, the closer to the election it is, the more likely it is to change the election. Like yeah, if it was fine. three days, excuse me, if it was three days before the election, there's no way Biden gets elected. No, but I mean, if it's earlier than that, it gives people time to like really digest what the fuck is going on. And I don't know what was in there. Do you actually know what was in there? Uh, apparently there's a lot in there. But no, I he heard does not there's know a lot of, that. I've seen a lot of photos. I love one photo where they're questioning the age of the that's uh, what I that's what I heard the rest are just drug photos I love that at one point Joe was like I'd love to have Hunter Biden on and I wouldn't even want to talk to him about any of this stuff (laughs) and then in this one he's like I heard there could be child pornography on there and I'm like you wanted to have this guy on to talk about his art but people have had him on who who had him on Mark Maron remember no, I don't. I don't listen Mark, to Mark Maron. Well, Mark Maron had him on, okay. and it was just a softball. Well, you know, why is everyone yeah. taking advantage of you? But he believed the the magic or whatever, or what a horrible character he is. That he no, he this. actually must be part of that machine, Ugh. because like legitimately, not to, but to have that guy on and not ask. What do you owe Hunter Biden? I get it. You have President Obama on. It's money. It's money. You're forgetting. You know what I mean? Simon, he, it, it's very simple. If you know that you can get 5 million ears to just throw softballs at a guy for an hour, you're going to fucking take Listen, guess. money talks. Like, Kamar, I love you. I, I love you. And I don't mean this like I would do the same. If tomorrow someone was like, I'll give you $5 million to start throwing softballs at left-wing people, you'd be like, I'll take it. Done. Yes. Yeah, so, so would I. Same thing. If they were like, we want you to be on Fox News, Matt. We want you to be a pundit on Fox News. You're going to have to throw softballs at right. Done. Give me the money. But this is the problem. Joe and everyone on it th- thinks the, the bottom line of success is sincer- sincerity. 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 Serenity. 
the bottom so, line of success. Is that with, what you with, said? He says you're, you will be, you will almost always be successful in what you do if you're sincere. With yeah, sincere. That's the word. And, and we see it with Mr. Beast. See everyone. If you got that position, could you pull it off sincerely? Would but, you take your success? And if they give you the bag right off the bat, of course. Like, but we can see that you can do it the Nelk Boys way too, right? Like they're just as big as Mr. Beast. Maybe not just as big. But, but I think they're sincere being douchebags. And Fair that's, enough. that's sure. what the thing is, where there's guys like a David Dobrik, there's people that are split personalities. What does that mean, though, sincere at being douchebags? They're, He's saying they're upfront about who they I are. They're, they're like, they're, look, they're, we're not trying to be anything other than this. We're gotcha. the Nelk boys. Where David Dobrik was preaching being all high and mighty. Oh, and we're just, we're just, everyone's just having fun. It's all, yeah, all we're good. not raping anyone. Everything's and, cool. And, and, and there's, there's a million examples of this with persona and whatever. And it's like he, this guy says, Fame is a uniform, so you don't always know who the people are or what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. He shoot on Sam Harris on the way out, eh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Like, he, he knew all the things to say. He said, our friend Sam Harris, and then proceeded to shovel dirt yeah. on top of his yeah. grave. Like a bear. <laughs> like a bear in the forest. Uh, and then, yeah, like Simon said three times, he said, check out the masterclass for free. I'm glad I'm rich enough yeah. to do it that way. And I said to Maddie that I'm sure he thought back on that and remembered or figured he should have said, and I'm blessed enough to be able yeah, to really do that. Yeah. yeah, it, it may is, have left his mother's yeah. I was Pretty shitty taste in your mouth at the end of it. just didn't stick the landing. Yeah. But no. otherwise, he was a master class of just dealing with someone. You stop saying fucking master class. <laughs> yeah, no, it really was. Is this what it really you? was. Kamar, so, I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. We usually don't agree anymore, but I, I couldn't agree with you more. I listen to this on normal speed too, listeners, as I listen to all of them. And I feel I like Kamar's making side bags off this podcast. A, a where people are, class. People are hitting Kamar up like, hey, do you guys Say advertise? The Kamar's word. like, well, not really, but like, if you want to go through me, I can drop in like <laughs> yeah. a like an evergreen. <laughs> I can drop yeah. a... Uh, How many times do you want me to say master class? 27 times? Okay, it's done. go with me. And if you can con Simon into saying it a bunch of times... The more you get both of them to say masterclass the more money we'll give you kamar in closing real quick can you is jordan peterson in your post show notes no can you add him in there yeah, please yeah, thank yeah. you uh so we're we gonna rate it then that's it uh he just said he one other thing he said with 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 anything that comes at you 10 questions minimum or at least take, like why like just attack it just don't accept anything go 10 questions deep on it to form an opinion on it I, I, I saw. I think you should just bury your head in the sand. Keep keep your shitty nine to five job. Don't ask any questions. Just shut up. I saw a great meme. It was like um, April Fool's Day is the only day where you actually look at um, social media as what a, it should be. No, with Filter, like. A, like- an eye that it may be lying. Otherwise you just take everything at face value. But then, and it's so true. I had to be like, okay, I'm going to have to check this now because you know, Did you guys see I got married. No, I don't don't follow you. (laughs) Uh, We call it eloping. Yeah. Who did you elope with? He face know, swapped some, himself. Some, with, yeah. some stock photo. He looks like Max. He looks like your brother in one of them. Yeah, I thought that was so weird. He said, you look like Simon's brother, Max. I was like, oh, he's got another one. Well, like, I, just, I didn't know. No, I didn't. I meant for anyone else. You could have said it. Max or his brother, but oh. his brother, Max, was like, oh, introduce you to the family. <laughs> this is why I hate Kamar. It's, like it's a love hate, though. It's a love hate. Yeah. I give it two and a half. Boom. I know four, you're going four. 4.5. Oh, wow. Here we go. 
What? Loved it. Loved it. He I said four point. Simon, he, he, he said just, everything I he said. He just said master class how many times? No, he no, had I, to I like the master class too. It, I, I feel like five, this guy fucking master classed you into giving him a 4.5. Yep. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. I give it a solid uh, three and a half. No, okay, that's uh, a yeah, five. three that's and a half. A five. I feel like Kamar sent this guy his credit card number. <laughs> No, I just got the no. Master the masterclass is free, buddy. No, but Kamar was still. I'd like to pay you for this. Like, I <laughs> you think, deserve yeah, it. Yeah, I know you said you were rich, but <laughs> I'd like take to a couple of bucks. Yeah. And, and rest assured, he has way crazier stories. <laughs> rest what, what assured Joe, on that. Yes, I'm sure he does for sure. Yeah, rest assured rest on assured. that. All right, well, that's a show. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Uh, you're the real champion. Uh, thank you so much to BetterHelp. Don't forget to check them out. It's betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Um, we have a YouTube. If you want to watch the show, it's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. We have some social medias. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both at J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Bobar. You can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. Um, there is a Reddit if you want to join in the conversation it's r slash j-r-e-e podcast um, and then the Patreon it's patreon.com slash j-r-e-e podcast if you want to support the show you can do so for as little as $5 a month for that $5 you'll get the post show it's the show for the show we shoot the shit and you'll also get uh, this won't age well we gotta do one of those probably soon that's it <clears throat> guys do you have anything in closing either of you thank you so much Patreons everyone else Get on the Patreon. Simon, anything in closing? Keep your eyes open? No, not yet. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.